Hi there, and thanks for tuning in to the Four-Eyed Radio Network. You're about to listen to another proud presentation brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs. Stand out from the crowd. For more information, visit revengelover.com and mention the podcast for 10% off of your order. It's the Ranger Command Power Hour! Today on the Power Hour, episode 148, Ranger Command at Ranger Stop 2019, Too E Fast, Too E Furious. Recorded on November 8th through the 10th, 2019 at Ranger Stop Orlando. Welcome to Ranger Command Power Hour on the Four Eyed Radio Network. I'm Eric, also known as Trucky B47. This episode is brought to you by our patrons on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash rangercommandph to learn more about supporting Ranger Command Power Hour. Thanks to our $5 and above patrons, Juan S., Steve F., Doug F., Tyler W., Eric D., Liz M., Craig M., Arnold O., Derek G., Teresa B., and Jacob P. for supporting us this month. Hey to all of our listeners, in this episode we will be discussing our thoughts on each day of the convention, as well as recordings of the panels that we attended. Our episode description and show page on the site will have a breakdown of the timestamps for specific days and panels. This was the first Ranger stop that all of us attended and was also AP's first convention ever. The convention was also the first event that all three of us original hosts attended together. So for us, Ranger Stop 7 was an experience that we will never forget and the perfect way to celebrate five years of Ranger Command Power Hour. Enjoy the show. Every night is party. There's no stopping party night. I was going to say, it depends who you ask, because I'm sure to Liz right now, it's party. <laughs> Somewhere. Party night. All right, let me see what... What show number this is supposed to be. <laughs> I think it's... Listen, you can just record that part when you get home. It's fine. I could, but I like in the moment. Start your engine. That was pretty good. Did Carter pick me up from here? Probably not. How long were we really going? Wait, wait, everyone... Yeah, your message is that we assume you fell asleep. Wait, everyone shut up. Brian, say something. Does the recorder pick me up from here? It does. It does. What a cutie. <laughs> just sit in the chair, Brian. Just sit in the chair. It's on the floor. It doesn't matter. So I have to get up off the floor, though. <laughs> yeah, ah! I'm actually I'm comfortable here. Like the walls are good backrest. I'm good. Good old wall. <laughs> it really supports me when no one else does. <laughs> it tries to keep the right. smoke out from down the hall. <laughs> Alright, this is episode 148 of Ranger Command Power Hour. On the Four-Eyed Radio On the Four-Eyed Radio Network. It's the night of Ranger Stop, day one. And we're sitting in the room after a very successful day. We're very sad AP couldn't be here. Wait a minute. No, she's here. Wait, no, I am here. (laughs) (laughs) It's true, because we are all here. The myths are true. Her, <laughs> Her voice was edited in later. <laughs> oh my god, the amount of work that would have been, I would have just killed myself. Eric is up to the test. <laughs> we did that once. We did. Yeah, we did do that, that once. once. Never again. Never again. Yeah, so we thought, what better way to celebrate the fifth anniversary of Ranger Command 
than having all of us at the show together for the first time. But we have John Tui to thank for that. <laughs> and really. John Tui, you're our hero. Literally. Uh, but in addition to uh, Zach and AP, this is totally off the cuff. I'm yeah, we're, there's no this. show notes. This is live. This is live. Anarchies. But we've got Chris Long from Long I'm Stories. I'm waving like anyone can see. <laughs> Hi! Audio podcast, Chris. Audio podcast. And then we got Brian, Shukin Shinobi. Hi, that's not my name anymore. Collector Shuki! <laughs> it. I, I might get crowned out by this air conditioner, I'm not sure. But I'll fix it in post. You just get in the chair. Hold on, Brian, did you just comment? <laughs> that's my voice now, I just... Okay, good. But like seriously, of, get in the chair. He's like, <laughs> he's like one of the teachers from Peanuts. Yes, Dad. It's better for the audio. Get in the chair. Alright, throw the switch. What? He oh. will have to. He's getting into Total Recall. Oh, I'm bringing my popcorn. You can't stop. <laughs> <laughs> That's real good for the audio podcast. Break your stop and popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Can't stop. Won't stop. Ranger, Ranger stop. stop. Is that the episode title? <laughs> it should be. It, it should it is be. now. Either that or Ranger stop or my mom will shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Ranger stop in the name of love. Oh, that also works. These all work. Okay, so where do we where do we even begin? Hold on, no, it should be Ranger stop, drop, and roll because somebody pulled the fire. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that happened. I was born in a small town. No, stop. (laughs) Yeah, stop telling that story. (laughs) (laughs) No, so we all arrived here at the convention center and just got ready for day one. Thankfully, we were able to get our room early because yeah. the line that <laughs> later line was insane. Oh, like, was that ridiculous. Was that line was longer than the line for Reg. <laughs> yeah, I think I said it within like the first hour. Was just I love Ranger Stop. It's just <laughs> we're already proud to call Ranger Stop our new home convention. I think so because it's cheaper. Yeah, the flight was shorter too because you know I'm used yeah. to like. Booking it to California. Yeah, yeah, it's like a three and a half hour, four hour flight when you fly to California from Chicago. And we're all on this coast. So. Yeah. I think this is like it going forward. I mean, I've yeah. done my fair share of PMCs and I'm done with it. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be a PMC. If PMC even exists anymore. That's true. But no, I think, you know, Ranger Stop is such a great alternative just because it's yearly. It's not bi-yearly. Or yeah. Bi- you know, biannually. biannually. I can't think anymore. Which, by the way, can mean either twice a year or once yeah, every What is that year. about? Yeah. <laughs> okay, we're not, that's the wrong <laughs> podcast. That's it. <laughs> every year. It's on the same coast. Yeah. It's just more convenient. And I'm sad I haven't gone to any of these before. Yeah. This is the seventh year. We always used to think that, okay, man, PMC is the end all be all of Power Rangers conventions. We are wrong. Okay, Zach and I, we've been to a lot of conventions, not just Ranger conventions. And if you go to an ASEN, if you go to a C2E2 or a New York Comic Con, they're huge. They're massive. They're a pain in the ass to walk around. Comic Con's getting that to be like that. Really? Because I haven't gone in, like, 2008 was my last last one. Oh, okay. Jeez, Yugi, slow down, man. It's in Detroit. It's not... Yeah, I mean, that's like yeah, a drive I mean, I for you. I was there on work. Oh, oh. Quotation marks. I was doing a Pokemon tournament. Fair. Are you like one of the licensed Pokemon professors? Mm-hmm. That's amazing. 
What's your professor? Professor Shuki. Well, what, like, did you pick a tree name to go by? No. Oh. Oh, yes. Mr. Yeah, he is kind of birch. But you're I, birch. I, I cosplayed birch. Yes, with good reason. <laughs> my buddy Steve's like, if I make professor, I'm going to be Professor Mahogany. But what I like about Ranger Stop is it gives me that small con feel yeah. that I miss, that I'm nostalgic for, for those, like, Yomacon starter cons. Well, yeah. No, but for real. Like, Yomacon the first year or a smaller, just any type of con. The Halcyon days when PMC was the top floor of a hotel in downtown LA. I think even PMC, it's just got too... I mean, last year, it was too big for its own... Last year, they tried to get bigger... And failed. And didn't do it correctly. The line thing was a result of their like registration system going down, so people were literally just standing around not moving at all because they had no way to check people in, and then by the time it finally got done, it was working in spurts and... And then the new venue, because there was issues with the new venue, because half the time the actual convention center staff were like, no, everyone has to leave. But they were like, there's panels going on still. Yeah. yeah. There was a real misfire in communication between the show and the staff. Yeah. And we've talked about that ad nauseum on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. But that's what I like about Ranger Sub, because they do it every year. Even for them, this, this is, is a new venue. This location, yeah. But new venue. you wouldn't be able to tell that because it's running like clockwork. It's smooth like butter. Yeah. That's a good first con experience for me, probably. And that's... No, you can speak to that because this is yeah. your first, like... No, I like it. I, I love it so far. Like, I would come back. I, I really would. Yeah. Okay. Made a very good first impression on me. The only thing I would say that PMC has over this is... The vendor room is bigger at PMC. Oh, so if you right. yeah, if you really come to these things to shop, then why? I'm just saying. If, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know the internet exists. I'm just yeah. saying if some people that is a major draw for them, I would say you may be slightly disappointed at the size of the dealer room. I mean, it's modest, but it's not right. as big as PMC. But I mean, the guest list, I would say, is certainly on point, if not. Better than at least as good as the PMC guest list. Well, the yeah. thing about Ranger Stop this year is the number of people that this is their first time at a Ranger show. Yeah. And this show has gotten guests that PMC's never got before. John. 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 Al Jim? How do you say his yeah, name? Yeah, Al Jimabella. Yeah. Yeah, he seems super cool. Yeah, I want to meet him. I, I want to meet him for sure. So there's, there's three off the top of my head that haven't right. been anywhere. That's what I like about this show is there's a good mix of like OG, Disney, Saban. Well, until Christy Alley peaced out. Christy <laughs> Alley? I didn't know Christy Alley. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know no, wait, here? what's her? I thought she was just looking at Christy Ann. Christy Ann, whatever. Yeah, Christy Ann. <laughs> you got me doing it. <laughs> No Vulcans at this convention. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately. No, but I'm just, I'm very impressed. And the first panel we went to was the Disney season panel. Yeah. And if that's any indication of the level that John Tui's bringing to this show, well, I'm all for it. The other thing about the panel, I will say, we waited in line for maybe 10 minutes. I mean, it was a right. little annoying because we didn't really know were we in the right spot to wait for the line. 
the guy didn't, he was like holding us there, didn't really know what he was doing. He was obviously waiting for the go-ahead from someone to let us yeah. in. But we waited maybe 10 minutes. We walked in pretty much to the front. Yeah. We didn't really have bad yeah. seats at all. And it was very like intimate. Like, you know, everyone on stage was five to 10 feet away from you. Right. You could hear everyone perfectly. You, I think you could have heard everyone without the microphone. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Well, yeah. e- even John Tui, like he was away from the microphone. I mean, he's like big. Dude, anyway, he's got, he's got the yeah. voice. Well, it comes from he mentioned his time in theater, and when you're yeah. in theater, you're taught, hey, you're projecting to the cheap seats because yeah. they're not going to hear you. But I was just going to say it was a nice experience because it was very chill, very relaxed. And you didn't have people yelling at you to sit in the certain seats with. Oh my god! It wasn't, and it wasn't packed. Like no one was uncomfortable. We were crammed right. in. There was plenty of seating still for anyone who wanted to come in. And yeah. It was just a nice, chill panel listening to them tell some fun stories. Just, just overall, this has been better than our experience at PMC. So I think tomorrow will be interesting because right. it's going to be the busiest day. Tomorrow will probably be, yeah, a lot busier. I'm wondering about that because there was an incident earlier where we were walking back from our hotel room back to the convention center before we had dinner. And off in the distance, you could see in the convention center just the blinking lights, like the emergency lights. And so someone pulled the fire alarm, and they kind of evacuated a little bit. But the size of the crowd was, <laughs> like, maybe 50 or less people. Yeah, it was like 50, yeah. 60 people. The first day was pretty nice. I mean, it starts later. It, it runs a little later. I feel like we didn't really do all that much, but at the same time, I don't feel like I missed out on anything. yeah. Yeah. Like we went to the major panel that we wanted to go to. We walked around the dealer room. We just kind of hung out and chilled. And it was nice. I spent a lot of money in an hour and a half. <laughs> but it's worth it. Yeah. I mean, we knocked out our shopping in the first day of the, the convention. So that's pretty good. I wouldn't go as far as saying knocked out. Well. Pretty close. <laughs> I mean, we got a lot done. Yeah. It's been pretty fun just for our first day. And it's been nice talking with some of the celebrity guests. That, like because it is such a small convention, you're bumping into those guys left and right. Yeah, they're just all over the hotel. Just yeah, yeah. And it really is just cool to be walking in. Oh, hey, there's Richard Brancasano in the dealer room. Hey, Richard, haven't seen you since BMC. How are you? Oh, yeah, how's it going? Oh, yeah, we're doing good. It's nice to be here in Florida. Oh, yeah. These people that you see every show, and now you're in that smaller setting, it's a little bit more like you can just kind of hang out, relax, yeah. talk to them at a good pace. You know, sometimes at PMC, it's like they've got a line 20, out 30 the door, heads deep right. or out the door in some cases. And it's just like, I don't really have time to talk. Thank you so much. Like, thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Yeah. Like, yeah. And it's Hi, just, bye. you want that kind of personalized experience. And granted, you can't get that every time at a bigger convention because there's just so many people. But with this convention, yeah. Like, even when we walked in the dealer's room, it wasn't packed so much that, like, we couldn't walk anywhere. Right. It was still pretty full, but like even at pretty full, it wasn't like it oh wasn't God, terrible. No room, and I think that's what or what was my thought on that? Um, You'll forgive us. It's late and we're sugar crashing because <laughs> we made the idiot mistake to go to the chocolate factory. You all made the idiot mistake. Yeah, Brian's like coasting here. <laughs> yeah, Brian's um, got his Coke Zero. He's fine. No, I just think that the interactions have been great so far. It was nice to kind of get like a lay of the dealer's room just to revisit some things. Yeah. But throughout this whole thing, I was expecting like PMC level of bullshit. And I was just like, oh, yeah. it's just a simple thing You're at like any normal con. Like, yeah. 
I can literally pick up my badge right now in under two minutes. Yeah. That's great. Even the exclusive table, it seemed like they had plenty of stuff. Nothing is selling out. Like, I don't feel pressure at this convention. Yeah. And that may change tomorrow. And there's also no, like, huge line to go pick up stuff. Like, when I went to pick up my badge, he's like, oh, what's your t-shirt? Here you go. Yeah. I didn't have to, like, show up in yeah. a different place or wait in a long line for half a day to pick up stuff that they already, already paid for. And I think that's the advantage of this con over PMC. And let's be clear, it's not like this con versus that con. It's just they're two different types of convention. And I think the advantage that Ranger Stop has at being a yearly convention, like for them, this is like a well-oiled, well-practiced machine. They probably have the same staff for like multiple years. And it was clear, like they had bright blue shirts, boom, staff. There was like staff, no not volunteers. Right, staff, staff not staff, volunteers. Yeah. Like a proper convention. All of my expectations have been exceeded. Cause I, I really didn't know what to expect going into this. Like I said, sometimes when you have a smaller kind like this, it's just a well oiled machine. Yeah. And Kind of speaking to the point that you had made about how this is a yearly con, they do it every year, I think that speaks to maybe why the attendance doesn't feel as super-duper crowded, because maybe somebody came last year and they said, hey, you know what, I right. don't really have any guests this year, I don't feel the need to go again this year, it's going to be the same show, like, I don't really need to go. And that's fine, you have that option, so I think that really also can play into, you know, if you're a local fan and it's like, oh, I know how that show is run, it's a great show... But like, oh, okay, they don't have a you know any new celebrity that I'm interested in. So it's like, okay, then I stay home. And and there are a lot of like Ranger fans here in Florida, so yeah. this is like their yearly. I don't have to go anywhere yeah. type yeah. of con. It's like I'm kind of sad that I missed all the other ones. If you know they're this cool, but yeah. I think Ranger Stop is at a point where they've like they're getting the exclusive merch. That's like, oh wow, this is this is stuff I actually want. And I think they're at that level now where it's like everything's pretty pro. Or it feels pro. Like, I was excited that we even got like a program book. (laughs) Something that was promised at at PMC, which, you know, we've had in the past. But The other nice thing is, because it's on the East Coast, like the costs are less. Because everything's more expensive. Yeah, it is a little cheaper here. The hotel price is less. The flight's less. Yeah. I feel the price that we got for the hotel in Orlando... Feels super, super. Oh, this affordable. is a great, yeah. great price. When Eric told me the price, he's like, "Oh yeah, it's gonna be this much for each of us." And I went, "That's it per, per night." He goes, no, <laughs> that's the whole total. I went, oh, shit. Okay, cool. <laughs> it's pretty good for a first day. I've, oh, yeah. for sure. we'll, we're definitely gonna experience more of the convention tomorrow, and we'll come back with another like our day two thoughts and feelings. Um, Absolutely. But so far, the show beats a big thumbs up. Like we're very happy to be here. We're very excited. Yeah, and I don't think. Maybe I'm just riding that ranger stop high, but I don't think there's not going to be anything drastic that's going to really like change my opinion. The only thing that would change our opinion is if all of a sudden, like, oh, uh, all the guests decided in the middle of the night they wanted to go home, so. Or, yeah, that. I would be I mean, forever pissed. I don't really, like you said, what could, we have our badges already, so we don't have to worry about that. Yeah. Just go with the panels. And, yeah. I mean, if they somehow, like, your photo op that cancel or something, the only thing I could possibly think of. But. Right. I think we're good. Okay, that's day one. Day one. And we'll be back. During the show, we had a chance to briefly talk with Al Abella, who played Theo, 
the blue jungle fury ranger in power rangers jungle fury a big thanks to algin for taking the time to talk with us enjoy and you know we were, I mean, we got to see algin because personal opinion jungle fury one of the greatest underrated seasons yeah, like cool. nobody talks about jungle fury enough oh that's so kind and of you i thought you were gonna be here and i was like okay we got to go see him because his season's amazing and yeah. his character is great and so how are you man how's your show going uh, yeah great fantastic i mean it's it's been wonderful you know just being here it's my very very first power rangers convention ever, ever. That's yeah amazing. so it's, it's it's taken me quite a while to get out to these conventions and this is my favorite part just actually standing here and having a chat with people like yourself and yeah. to, to not just hear about you know the appreciation you don't really get that you know obviously it's not like live theater where you get to meet people potentially after the show right um so and, and i got through social media people tag me and things like that but it's just not quite the same to actually it's, sit it's down completely different yeah and have a have a good old chat about what people like what they don't like you know their stories and what it means to them and all that kind of stuff so this has been fantastic it's been a absolute well, I mean, and it's well deserved like I said your show is great your character is great you're a great Thanks, actor guys. and like oh, we're again super appreciative even years yeah. on after the show has been off the air I mean, I went back and rewatched the Jungle Fury like a couple months ago. It holds up. Yeah, it's, it holds up. It's really oh, great. thanks, thanks, guys. Yeah. And so yeah, when we find out you're gonna be here, like, okay, well, let's go say hi at least because you know we're hoping that the fans are showing that appreciation. For oh you yeah, well. they, no, they most they most definitely have. They most I definitely saw have. the Jungle Karma cosplayers. There, that yeah. was incredible. That was the best. Honestly, yeah. I wish I had that costume. You're gonna be wearing <laughs> I mean, it like I, every I, Halloween. You haven't thought about that outfit in you know, years. I just but no, like, but I just love it because it's just so it's subtle enough that you know like dedicated hardcore fans will know exactly where it's coming from exactly. and yet at the same time you're not necessarily in spandex and you know like, oh that's from Power Rangers <laughs> I mean yeah let's be honest this is not squeezing the spandex anytime <laughs> soon alright <laughs> but uh, the, the panel yesterday was fantastic oh cool and, thank you so yeah, much for coming along to that as well love hearing the stories yeah so. it's you know it's it's been great also just to take some time to reminisce and actually you know jog the memory and sort of go oh yeah that was what's important and those questions were so fantastic from everyone yeah um, you know and yeah, it's just, it's been so much fun. Yeah, honestly, it was on point, man. Your, your choreography for the morph pose, I left me. I yeah, saw the video stuck. on Instagram. Yeah. I was like, that was great. <laughs> but yesterday, I think I morphed uh, more times than I have in the past. In the show? <laughs> so, yeah. and probably in the show as well, you know. That's yeah. um, well, and it took, took me a couple, of, took, me, took me a little while to remember. I had to actually look back on a previous episode and go, what is the morph? <laughs> you know, it was in your muscle memory for a little while. Yeah, but yeah. after 11 years, you sort of go, wait a minute, which way does it go? Which hand goes where? So, but yeah, well done because you couldn't thanks, tell man. that you know you haven't done it. Oh yeah, yeah. So thanks very much. Good, yeah. Are you guys like local? Uh, oh, we're from Chicago. Chicago. Oh, from Chicago. Yeah. Okay, yeah. sure. Is this like a weekly podcast? Oh, uh, we do it every other week. So, oh, every yeah. other week. Okay, yeah. cool. Amazing, amazing. So we've been doing it for five years. Yeah, so. well, it's, it's great that the show's still going. There's still plenty to talk oh, about, yeah, and these excellent. conventions and everything like that. That's yeah, this is our first Ranger stop as well. Like, oh, we've never covered this show before. We've been going to Power Morphicon. Power Morphicon. Yeah, I've heard that's like huge. Massive, yeah. It's, I can't, I can't, I, I honestly can't comprehend that, you know, because this for me is pretty big. Like, you know, there's well, so many people to This is like baby steps and then graduate. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Okay, sure. All right, good warning. Exactly, good warning yeah. Next time, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, we don't want to take too much of your time, man. We appreciate you coming no, out with us. Really, really, really great meeting yeah, you. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of Anytime the Anytime you want to pop by, have another chat, please. All right, yeah, excellent. Absolutely. All right, thanks a lot. Thank you, man. From Power Rangers Ninja Storm, dude, what's going on? Dude. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> everybody. And from Power Rangers SPD and the wonderful Mystic Force, John Tui, everybody. 
after uh, Ninja Storm, then I went and did uh, Xenon, and then I went back to Power Rangers to do the reunion, that was back in 2004. And then I sort of had some time out, because I went to law school, um, and I became a lawyer, and I was working um, in London and in Brazil for a while, and then I was back in Australia doing a TV show there, Wonderland, um, for the last few years, and, uh, and then sort of, you know, between my law and, and acting and jujitsu and... Yeah. All right, Big John. How are you? Yeah. John, so yeah, I'm glad you're here. Uh, SPD was um, was a pretty a banner season for for Disney. I mean, all of them. Were. Yeah. I'm not going to talk highly of SPD over any other season. No, no, no. But um, you you brought something unique to the show, and that you played the first you know character that Gregor Rodowitz came up with 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 the cool the, dog, the dog head, head, you know, Doggy Kruger. Yeah. You know. How did you get uncomfortable? Well, you know, the audition, when I was talking about it before, the audition was, I walked in and I'd like been training, I was, I had this image of how to play Doggy Kruger and then they told me to put a plastic bag on my head. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was, I had this, this bag on, and then you guys wanted me to talk to me. Yeah. I didn't know it was going to be wearing that, that, that mechanical head, but when they took the vision, I'm like, what am I doing this character blindfolded? Is he blind? Then I had to find how real this character was. To me, as an actor, Played along my physical theater experience, and um, yeah, man, he was, he was, I had to find him, like, he wasn't a definite process, and the head had been worked two remote controls, the eyes, then the head, and then uh, I couldn't breathe in it, so they, every time we cut, they had to jam this air gun and then just blow my eyes. <laughs> but you know, like, when you look at the chicken and how much you're paying, you're all just like, blow it. <laughs> It was my first big contract, and I owe a lot to Power Rangers community and to your fans. So it, would, yeah. it changed my life as an artist and as an actor, and um, everything snowballed from there, so I'm very grateful. Well, we're really grateful that you could join us. Cheers to everyone. Pleasure to meet you as well. It's a series of firsts for us around here at Ranger Stop this year. I'm so glad you're here. Um, yeah, I'll Great yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Auckland? Born in Auckland? Yeah, bro. South Auckland. I'm born in South Auckland. That's us, bro. I'm born in Pepecura. You're born in Drinkstone. <laughs> 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 uh, you made your email? Oh, man. Dude, but this is like five minutes away from you. This is breakthrough stuff. So you come all the way around the world to sit next to each other. Exactly. Yeah, uh, this is actually my first ever convention on the East Coast. Wow. So, in fact, full disclosure, first time on the East Coast. Period. Yeah, ever. So I've been maybe 50 opportunities to come to the East Coast. I've lived in LA since 2004. For some reason, I've never made it out. And here I am. So it's a pleasure to see you all, fine people. Um, yeah, three seasons. SPD, Dino, Thunder, uh, Overdrive. Uh, a lot of people don't put it together that I was in, uh, played a bad guy in SPD, bad guy in Dino Thunder. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, hold on. You an appearance in Mr. Fox as well. Yeah. Sure, I'll take you're that. I'll take that. He was in my trailer. Oh, was I? Yeah. I didn't get credited for that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm making a new banner. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm making a new banner. Yeah, 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 Yeah, and um, I played a good guy, like the White Knight, Luke Skywalker, for many years, 160 episodes, and I was kind of thirsty for dark characters. So Power Rangers came along, I played all these monsters and creatures, and then then it reversed, and they rang me up, and they go, hey, we, you ready for the spandex? You want to 
the, the, the vision is here. <laughs> so I'm like, and it's that moment, man. <laughs> uh, and then everyone looks and sit, and I'm just sitting there, and they're like, Who, who's that? Who's that? And they're like, they're going, looking through John. Are you okay, man? Somebody fired it out there. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I can't wait. Like, just help me up. Help me up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, but I was like, I was stuck. I was stuck. And I couldn't move. Somebody else took the rap. And the funny thing is, like, I could hear the actors, like, just, no, it's you, no, it's you. They just picked me the whole time. And I was in there, like, you're the cause of this argument?
the next thing I knew, they had just crawled all the way up my dress. Oh. My dress. And I was still, again, trying to be professional and everything. Um, and all of a sudden, they started biting. So Taylor is freaking out. She's yelling, cut, cut. You know, the princess is on fire or whatever. <laughs> and so I have this dress, so I'm trying to slap it. And a bunch of the crew came to help, but then they like just froze all these guys because I pull up my dress, you know, and I just remember the shot of like three of them just standing there going, are we allowed to touch? You know? <laughs> <laughs> what are we supposed to do here? I was like, just get them all of me, you know, so I just remember these three guys. Anyway. But, but good jokes keep us through the day, so yeah, we had a good season for this. Awesome. Awesome. I think Philip Jean-Marie on our season, the Blue Ranger, <laughs> In ours, it was poor again. Like you couldn't go to. Like, you know, I always went to sleep between. You know, you'd have sort yeah. of twenty minutes between some setup, and I, I got so good at just sitting in a chair and just going like this and falling asleep. Micro uh, <laughs> sleeps for like two minutes, and then you hear them go, and I would always, you know. They're calling, <laughs> but all this stuff would fall off <laughs> while I'm asleep. Would come and like put a cup on my head and get like as much stuff like built up, up, up on me that he could, like a you know phone, sure phone, things that are bloody poor. All this stuff would just rain down. So yeah. XPD was uh, Blue Ranger Chris Valley. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I always teased him because he was the he was the prettiest one. <laughs> so I always said to him like, "Hey, princess, uh, are you doing the makeup on today? Because we'll wear your makeup, and he'll be like, oh, that's right. You're just wearing that dog face.' So just get, and I'll be like, nah, I want to smash you, but I can't move in the suit. <laughs> he'll, be, he'll be outside looking, and I'll just see people in this little between the teeth and ears. Oh, the air is fresh out here, Toy. <laughs> I'm going to go grab a pair. Would you like anything? Well, that's right. I can't shove it through that big mouth. <laughs> and, you know, and I've got these gloves on, so I can barely give him the birds. I'm, I'm going to get you in. <laughs> Somebody in the game. And it's always Chris. It was he was a funny guy. Chris was a great guy. Yes, our humor was things from Canada, and I'm from the hood. And <laughs> no, he's what you like. He's from uh, what? Vancouver? Yeah, yeah, and so our humor was kind of close, but I, and I introduced them to some of my friends, and they wanted to be because <laughs> he's outspoken, and I'm like, dude, it's like that friend where you're trying to explain to your other friends, hey, that's just the way, you know, you need to get that, but you just see yeah, it, some friends you can't get together, he, yeah, I got him, and you know, he's my brother. But he was a prankster, man. He'd annoy, he'd annoy me, but I loved being annoyed by him. Because, like, you know, what the bro was saying, when you're doing these long shoots, um, you just, to break the monotony, to break that, that the process and to just shake it up a bit. Because at the end of the day, it's fun and games. This fantasy world yeah. that we all live in should be fun, exactly. you know? And, and uh, yeah, I love wanting to strangle every day. <laughs> That's awesome. True brotherhood. Okay, um, I have two quick questions. One I always ask, like, what was your most favorite episode to film? And the second one, my second question is, um, 
With Bioforce being the last statement, last Disney one, and Nintendo being the first Disney, was there ever any talk of maybe having a team up episode that this never happened, or? Yeah, we were just talking. We were talking about, about that just then, yeah. Yeah, um, that's what we were we're talking about. The difference in when we met, we just <laughs> met up here yeah. 15 minutes ago. That I felt a little disappointed that we weren't able to oh, do the team. Not disappointed up. when we met. No. <laughs> 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 So that was disappointing with Wild Force cast. We weren't able to go over to New Zealand and, and do a team up. That would be so awesome. For sure. Mm -hmm. So I think Jack, the Black Ranger, when we're at, uh, when he's been at the convention, you know, that's where we feel like Wild Force. Um, we missed out on a few of those really memorable moments that the team ups and different things that some of the the different seasons we're able to do, for sure. What do we call? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't oh, remember yeah. the other happy oh, uh, The other question was, um, what was like your favorite episode to film? Oh, yeah. oh yes. The first two episodes for Jungle Fury was a, a, a two-parter, um, mm -hmm. and it, it uh, contained obviously the, the core cast of the three uh, rangers, uh, red, blue, and uh, yellow. Um, that was probably, the, the, just because it set up so much um, and, and we had a lot of time in pre-production to develop those characters and, and work on the individual personalities. And, and to be honest with you, it was, it was really uh, amazing because uh, obviously I grew up, I also grew up on this show, you know, when I was uh, like 12 or 11, I, you know, was running around the playground pretending to be Walter Jones. So, um, <laughs> you know, uh, there's a line in there that, that Theo says, I've always wanted to be a power ranger. That, that's very personal to me. It's, it's something that I'm like, oh, wow, well, that's, so it was a lot of fun. As far as memories, uh, they really stick in there. There was an episode where I had to uh, tell a big long monologue about how Tizon became Tizon. Like he was a hero and he had lost, he had lost all of his um, fellow comrades in a disaster. And I just remember the feeling like Power Rangers, the energy, we all know that energy, it's like up here. You know, it's like, go, go Ranger, like super energy. And it was like, I was challenged because I had to tell a sad story, like this real story. And I come from a dramatic background. I've done a lot of like dark movies, like serious stuff, like The Joker, you know, like those really intense roles. And I was like, how do I find that spot? And I just remember that episode was intense because I was like, how do I deliver to you guys a real story with some truth and heart and soul, but in the world of Power Rangers? And I just remember working on that really hard because it was like a big, long two-minute monologue. And I had to like do it in one take down the lens, you know. And, and I, it took me a while to balance it out, find a really good spot. Um, and I watched it back, and I, you know, it worked. But the other, the other one was Once a Ranger. Everyone probably knows that. Mm -hmm. And and I think that's when the stone sunk in, <laughs> because I was like, I see these guys do a flashback episode and all these other rangers from, you know, the OG rangers. And you're like, damn, I'm part of something kind of big. Because <laughs> you put the spandex on, you're like, okay, I'm a Power Ranger. And you see all these like <coughs> reunion episode rangers and you get to know them and you're like, wow, I'm part of this whole universe. And that's, that wasn't just a normal week of filming. That was something going, I'm part of like a, a legacy that probably won't be able to shake. <laughs> That'll be, you know, forever I'll be a part of this thing. So <coughs> that was cool. Once a ranger, always a ranger. Always a ranger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you just actually inspired me. Mm. Um, 
uh, for Mike character Doggy Kruger, it was the episode where he starts to talk about his wife and Sydney. And um, I would just been married, <clears throat> had my first child, and uh, delivering the, the dialogue to the cadets about Doggy Kruger's history, I was crying in the because I was so connected to it. And I remember being the artist going, man, should have caught this performance. <laughs> this, is, this is the Oscar. Everyone's going to see it. And my eyelids are, you know, and like, he's like doing the eyelids and I'm sitting there. And it was just that schizophrenic point you're in where you're just like, you're telling the story. You're right, you have this huge universe. And sometimes the writing surprises me, man. Like I read the scripts and I go, this is massive. Like, the themes are epic. You know, family, loyalty, love, deception, and it's Shakespearean sometimes. And uh, I just remember being committed to this performance because of the dialogue was so awesome. I reconnected it to my wife and my child, and it just I was just in there, and it will never be seen. And yeah, it was awesome. But it was felt. It was felt. I felt it. So I, I, yeah. But outside of myself, I was like, for all the acting I've done, that was. Did you guys feel it? Yeah! It was one time I did a performance as Dagger on, and I remember the director pulling me inside, and I had to explain why I'm there to help these rangers, because that was my second, so I'm sorry for jumping out of this SPD stuff, but I remember the director at the time, I can't remember his name, man, sorry. But he said to me, dude, pull it back, it's too heavy. And I was just like, and the same thing Crow was saying, just like making it light, but still keeping the weight of it there, and I'm like, Trying to do what the director wants, but as an actor, you're milking everything. You're pouring your soul. We pour, I'm not speaking for my, my, my colleagues up here, but I know I emptied the, the tank in every performance I did for Rangers. I just I wanted I wanted to die knowing that I did something right. So. I think that's something. Just I don't want to talk about that. That's something I think to overlook too. Like the actors, like sometimes it's a fun show. Like you're home from school or you're having your cereal and you're like, damn, this is cool, this is yes. fun. But we, we spend a lot of our energy, like we put our real selves in there. And um, I think it's sometimes overlooked that, I think, yeah. that, that, we, that we do we, we do put a lot in, like heart and soul. Yeah, but, yeah I mean, sorry, we're digressing a little bit, but um, I remember somebody once saying to me, you know, I was wanting to try something acting-wise, you know, just acting te technique-wise. And a cool thing that I can't remember who said to me, they're like, well, the, cool, the greatest thing is that we're on Power Rangers, and so you can get away with um, you know, right? Yeah. Like, you can you can try something, mm. and if it goes terribly wrong, you've got a super forgiving audience yes. who aren't going to yeah. crucify you over yes. making totally. terrible te technical yeah. mistakes. So, yeah. you know, as an actor, it was great breeding ground for, for my chops yeah. to, um, to, to yeah. get things wrong and get things right. Yeah, I mean, we're not going to be winning an Oscar. I saw the playback and when they were doing the eyes fluttering and I was just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, in there was a soul, you know? Yeah, that's getting deep. But, uh. All these, as you know, the jungle theory, every character had like their own spirit animal, so including you and the rest of you guys, what do you think you'd like your actual spirit animal to be? Uh, that's, a, that's a really good question. Um, I, I think I'm terrified of water. I never learned how to swim. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, which is weird coming from Australia where <laughs> there's plenty of beaches and 
you know, beach culture. Uh, but I, I really like the water. It's very calming. Um, I, I, I try to incorporate that into the. Uh, you know, and the, the sun was setting, we had a beautiful day. Um, one of the, the people in the Jeep yelled out to look to the right, and we just saw a herd of elephants walking, you know, the sun, you know, setting in the background. And ever since then, it's I think it's just um, the calmness, uh, to me, the, the beauty, the strength, and the love that they have as a family. Okay, I'm getting teary. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, so that would be my, my spirit animal. Yeah. Sure. I don't know if anyone's read, there's a book called uh, Tools of Titans, Tim mm. Ferriss, anyway. In that, like, he interviews all sorts of interesting people. Yeah, and so at the start of every interview, he asks that exact question, who's a spirit animal? And I was reading through it, and I was like, oh, damn, what would my spirit animal be? And I thought about it a lot. And anyway, I came up with, because um, I was watching a documentary, um, Sea Otter. <laughs> Just because I think they're the coolest. <laughs> like they, they build their stuff and they lie on their back and they go like this. <laughs> they've got a baby one and they're chill, they're like this. <laughs> so they scratch themselves. I just think they're brilliant. You know how they get rocks, they get little pebbles and they throw them around like this and they're really good at joking. I'm not good at joking. Um, yeah, I know. <laughs> but it's the obvious. Though. In terms of elements, I remember watching Tiger's uh, Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. Uh, the Hulk and, and uh, Thor sitting there and Hulk says, in terms of elements, I'm raging fire or smoldering fire. I'm both. In terms of elements, in terms of the animals, um, dog man is the most loyal companion. They will die. And in terms of whether he's a chihuahua or a, <laughs> or a pet bull, you choose what kind of dog. But I think uh, dogs, dogs are just the most loyal. I used to have a pet bull called uh, Macbeth. <coughs> yeah, man, he was a brindle pet bull, and he. He was a friendliest people because I raised him to be friend. You know? But yeah. Loyalty. That's, that's my boss. Dog dog. Dog dog. Yeah. My question is for John. Um, SPD or Mystic Force? And if you could only relive one, which one would you take from I've got uh, I've got twin boys, they're ten year ten years old. It's the same thing, asking me which son do I live in. Zena shows and Legion of the Sick, all these different shows that come to New Zealand, but the Power Rangers stunties, like, I've, they're like a military level. Right. I've seen them do flips. I saw this dude, like, spin flip, land on his face, break his eye socket. Oh. And just, oh. no, it was like, and like, <laughs> didn't even cry, just backed out. Yes. And I was like, oh, dude, yeah. he smashed face. And like, he was just so <laughs> And I was just like, these guys are like next level ninja assassins. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Broke her shoe with Sally's uh, stunt. Yeah, she 
Was she? Uh, my daughter's wife. Yeah. She broke her. Uh, she broke her foot. She broke her foot. She's doing some flip. And it, yeah, it's like they apologize for breaking their own. They're like, I'm sorry. I'm like, whoa, no, no, are you okay? Everyone always says, like, did you wear the spandex? Yes. Yeah, and did you wear the helmet? And, you, and in your guys' mind, yeah, we did, and we might have popped on a couple of times, stuff like that. But you really, you know, these guys deserve the credit because the crazy level of stuff you guys see is a real huge, it's, it's a lot to them. And even though it's our character, but if you were on set and you saw what happened, it, they are like wizards the way they operate. You know, they're incredible. There is an honor in that, in the Japanese culture, that shows through the stuntmen that make me respect the culture. Yeah. They're a non-complaining culture. Correct. And they, their the, the humbleness and humility is infectious. Yeah. And we, you got to remember that Power Rangers, the two seasons that I was on, the, the diversity of the cast and where we're from, from Australia, Canada, America, um, and we're in this cauldron to tell the story. For me, yeah, as soon as I'm off, I get gas morphing. <laughs> hey, good on you, mate. All the hard work, there you go. And no complaints, hot weather, spandex, backflips, and I'm sitting on the chair with him. <laughs> you know, like, so I, and when fans ask me, do I do a lot of my fight scenes? I did the fight scenes when I was seen. But in terms of the fight scenes, ah, oh man, that's the, the true samurai spirit. Uh, there's this, I, um, the first time we became ties on basically, I just remember that. There was like, where I was like, they do the big dolly close up and the wind machines in your hair and you're doing your morph and you go, I'm a power ranger and you're just like, oh damn. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I'm gonna sleep well tonight. Yeah, it's, I agree, yeah. my first morph, it's good to see I knew I was like something. Because I, I teased it when I was a kid watching it, I'm like, man, one day I'm and then when I became an actor, and then when we shot it and I did the 360 on the stage and then I saw it, I nearly cried. I was like, damn, I'm a power agent. Forever. Yeah. It's funny because when we read the script, we have the table reads first, right? And then it's funny because you go through and you're like, no, oh, no, I'm interested in everything. Here's my line. That's me. <laughs> I'm not in the scene, so I'm just listening. Uh, that scene was spiritual. It's like spiritual because it's like you're being passed to God. And now, and for my character, it's like, I'm going to morph. And... In my showreel, it's my morph sequence. And every time I show you everybody, and I've been like with Liam Neeson, with like all these other characters, with Rihanna, I showed her my showreel. Like, and, then, and I'm like, who do you know who's got a morph sequence in their showreel? Like, <laughs> mic drop. You know, I love Umbrella, but you know, I love it. <laughs> I got a morph. <laughs> I'm proud, I'm proud of that. It was, it was passing of the guard. I, I knew I became, you're part of a world that's still going. I, my children and my great children, my great grandchildren will be like, our great grandfather was a power ranger. I think for me, the scene that, uh, sorry, I uh, just stuck just very quickly, um, was our last, very last morph sequence. It was the last thing that we shot, uh, you know, to wrap the season. And, you know, we'd done this thing a hundred times, so we knew the whole thing. So it was like, you know, Ninja Storm, Ranger Form, and then in one take, and they called, and that's a wrap. And when they said those words, and that's a wrap, man, I just started crying. I was like, I broke out in tears. Unemployment sucks. Yeah. <laughs>
So I said to Hidokazu, when you, when you morph and then before you fight, I want you to have that swerve. So the connection is, it's not just another Power Ranger morphing and he fights and looks a certain way. I wanted dog aspects in the way that he, you know, just so we kept the animal trait through. That, that was my, my experience with that. Unfortunately, we're short on time with these guys, but I don't think we have any questions. So if you see them at their table, I'm sure they would like to ask them. Oh, yeah, let's go. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ready, ready. SPD emergency! Woo! That's gonna go on your morning real next time. So. Wow. <laughs> you gotta go.
Hydration. He's not wrong. Hydration, anyone? Apparently, I also found out because I was trying to, like, I've heard he's done some weird things before, and I was trying to like Google it and find out like exactly, like where I saw this stuff at, right? Yeah. And I find all these. Apparently, he's got this weird, like, relationship with water. And he went on like a water only diet for about like a week or so. A water only and diet? That's all that he That's a weird relationship with water. Her name is Madison. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he never got over he her. Just, yeah, he just, he he just said, Why did she love me? Yeah. Professional mermaid or whatever that guy in the panel said. So, <laughs> welcome to day two. Well, day two. Welcome to day two of Ranger Stop. Uh, we've had a pretty long day full of adventure. Adventure. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say ups and downs, but there were no downs. At least I didn't think so. No. I think we're all on uppers, man. It's, it, it's been a crazy adventure. At least for me, I got to meet. My favorite ranger of all time in person. I, like, I'm pretty sure if you could have, you would have exploded. Like with yeah. your fanboy. And I, I wasn't, I wasn't trying to be like crazy fanboy either. But when I was done, I was like, my hands were shaking after the phone, and I don't, I don't get that way with people. You know, it's just he was like a genuine, just nice guy. Yeah, he seems really nice and, yeah. and authentic and yeah. down to earth, like really just normal dude. And I really hope that, I believe that that's him, but I wonder like how much, I don't know, I feel like a jaded Ranger fan, because it's like... Because we've met all the others. <laughs> <laughs> He's like mint in package, you know what I mean? <laughs> and then, go into cons, go into cons, and then then you get Blake Foster rolls his eyes. It's, it's like the old adage, never meet your heroes. You know, except but, this one time it was okay. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> no, he was just, he was joking with all of us. And that's why I like, like, everyone in line, we were probably like 10 or 11 deep. And every interaction that I saw go on in front of us, he spent like a good four or five minutes with everyone. That's really good. And Zach and I went to get our photo op with him. That turned out great. That was excellent. Yeah. I'm going to stop making about my John Tui experience because that's for tomorrow's panel. <laughs> but how has everyone else's convention been Well, I'll be honest so with far? you. Most of day two for all of us was your John Tui experience. <laughs> <laughs> And I don't mean that in a bad way. No, like, I agree we were just like, I don't really have anything else I need to do because I I walked the dealer floor in an hour yesterday. And, yeah, and we yeah. were there to get your autographs, and I mean, shoot, got some autographs too. But yeah, I did my rounds. I was there just to to hang out. And, yeah, we wanted to bask there. in your yeah. enjoyment of meeting your favorite character, like your favorite actor. I, like, I I told him I was like, you're like the reason I'm <laughs> I'm here this week. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Other than you guys, but that's why I'm here. Yeah. 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 Like they announced him, I'm like, I gotta find a way to go. I mean, Glenn McMillan was really nice though. Yeah, he's I don't, good. Know, I don't know yeah. how many of you guys like stop by. I, I, I haven't, but I I, I need to do that tomorrow. Like, genuinely really 
Yeah, yeah, he seems like a nice, normal dude too, as well. ASJ was super weird still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, we forgot to tell you when you went back to the room. Yeah, what happened? Nothing. Well, there was we were trying to get away from the FTC kid, so we just walked outside. Wait, FTC kid? That I, he stopped Liz and he was just going on grandpa? and on about. Yeah. 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 Grandpa. Yeah. No. Was what? <laughs> yes. You're, 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 you're right. Who's the one who called him a Jewish grandpa? That was me. <laughs> no! Did this happen when I went back to the room? Yeah, you would just wrap your stuff off. When yeah. you went back to the room and we were waiting for you to come back, we were standing there. Because remember, we were like, I'll go wait in the lobby and yeah. let's just stand here instead. So we stood there by the trash can. Mm-hmm. This guy was talking to Liz and he was just, you know, he's talking about the stuff that's about to happen on YouTube. So, I mean, it's, okay. a, it's a current thing. But he's like, we have a plan. You know, we're going to sign a petition or something. And I was like, look. I don't have the energy for that, but yes, you go do. I was like, if you can make that happen and stop this, then by all means, sir. So, but he just kind of cornered Liz and just was giving her the, you know, 23-point plan. And so we just kind of were like, we'll be outside, Liz. And as we walked outside, Blake was running around on a phone. I think he was trying to meet somebody or someone was, because eventually someone showed up and he took them inside. But as he was walking out, I just went pretty good for a Saturday as I walked outside. Oh my god! But I doubt he heard me. Uh, and then ASJ walked in, and we all just kind of were like, "Hey, Austin!" And he just was like, mm-hmm. and then walked inside. <laughs> so I mean, it wasn't sounds super, accurate. It wasn't super <laughs> eventful or exciting. It was just kind of more of the same dispassionate, uh, well, enthusiasm from them. When when we were in line for John Tui, at first I was like, "Oh wow." Look at this whole other side of of this like hall here. All these Disney Rangers are getting love, and none of them NPR. But then they had a panel at that side. They were at a Austin panel. Yeah, I think it was Walter Karen Ashley and Austin all at the panel. But no, like both panels that John Tui's been on, he's just been. Oh, they've been amazing. Fantastic. I don't. I can't decide which one I like better. Like, Mystic Force is really good. Yeah. They had some good stories. I I think the Disney one had more heart. Yeah. The Mystic Force one was hilarious. Had more laughs, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That's a good way to put it. And and you can tell, because I've been following John Tui's, like, Instagram account, you know, for a few years. Like, in an unhealthy way. Right. No, no, no. He's like, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Drooling on your phone as as you... but, but no, like, he's posted, like, stuff, like, just hanging out with Faraz and them being crazy. Yeah. So there's clearly, like, a big brother, little brother type of crazy relationship there. Okay. And they can really rib each other. And to me, that's refreshing. After doing, like, all these conventions for so many years, and just to have them just be themselves. Like, none of the bullshit. They're not jaded about it. They're just, like, excited to be here and have a good time. In Faraz's case, very much. <laughs> very, very himself. <laughs> oh, and by the way, we have uh, Josh here. J-Man, DX. Oh, hey. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> well, how's... Woo! I thought his name was Jordan. No, my name is Jacob John... John Jacobs. Oh, I'm so mad I didn't think of that first. Oh, okay. All right, listen, Jeff. <laughs> listen here, Hefe. Like, Hefe. <laughs> That's your Twitter handle right there, El Hefe. <laughs> but, but I mean, how's how's your convention going? Uh, it, it's almost as if they planned this one. 
Unlike some, unlike some other Power Rangers conventions, I'm not gonna name. Oh God. Oh, uh, that part of that is getting cut. Probably most of it. If I'm talking, it should probably. Be cut. <laughs> no, but but did you meet anyone? What, what was your goal? Like my goal was just to hang out with people and okay. enjoy all of the weird, stupid crap that you know I normally just have to enjoy alone. <laughs> Uh, only this time it's Power Rangers. Yeah. No, and and that's the thing. Like, aside, if it wasn't just John Tui, like, really, the whole weekend hanging out with you guys is... Yeah. Like, I, I personally needed this. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a convention can only do so much. Like, as far as programming and guest concerns, like, what really makes convention is, like, who you're with. Yeah. Well, I always think back to, like, the first PMC I went to, and, like, I had only talked to you on the internet a little bit, and if you weren't there, and I was just walking around that completely by myself, like, it would have been such a completely different experience. Mm -hmm. I would have probably walked the show floor in an hour and then went back inside of my hotel room or something. Like, it would have been... Look at all these wonderful people you got to meet. I know. Like, it would have been so much more boring, and, like, I just so thankful. And honestly, it probably worked out for me that year that like Kevin and Dawson decided not to go because you know Dawson would have been like I don't know who this is get him out of here <laughs> so like, it all just kind of like lined up and like it just worked out and it was such a blast so. but it is true like honestly if I had to come to these by myself it wouldn't be no. happy I mean, I experience John Tui would make me want to come but I know if I wouldn't have actually came if it wasn't for the fact that I knew like everyone else right was. exactly I'm so glad I blew off my sister for AP for your first convention experience ever. Yeah. Like, how has this been for it's you? It's fun. It's really fun. Yeah. Just people and seeing everything. There are people and there are people, there are people and things that make me happy. The tower for a, like, <laughs> there's there's so many things and there's people. It's and very it's like, bright. There's <laughs> lots of bright lights. I'm still not convinced AP is a person. <laughs> She's a robot. This has all been a five-year elaborate conspiracy. It's a prank, yeah. it's a prank bro. No, but it's like fun. It's like yeah. you guys said. It's like who you hang out with, and just like you do what you want to do on, at the con. But the rest of it's just like hanging out with people. Yeah. <laughs> the con is just the cherry on top of the sun. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, the yeah, I, I would pay the amount I paid to come here to just spend a weekend with you guys. Like, oh, absolutely, yeah. 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 I mean, really, right, all I these paid significantly <laughs> less than you all paid, but still. Well, we were just doing a random meetup. We could do it somewhere super undesirable, <laughs> <laughs> Montana or somewhere. Six dollars a plane ticket to get out. We we just find like the next Southwest like cheapest city sale. <laughs> all right, we're going to Cleveland. <laughs> still Cleveland. <laughs> Have you ever seen those videos? They're still slurry in those Cleveland tourism oh. videos. <laughs> oh, the best but, but no, it's like, I, 
we haven't done many of the panels because, frankly, they're bad. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's like, yay, the Mighty Morphin panel. Like, how many times? <laughs> but no, really, how many times have exactly. you heard yeah. these guys over and over and yeah. over again? Yeah. Sorry. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> that was dangerously close. It was. I realized after I threw it. almost killed Jordan. <laughs> Don't worry, we got a Jacob on back. <laughs> You'll be fine, Hefe. <laughs> but no, like, there's only so many times I can hear the Mighty Morphin <laughs> cast. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. No, I'm not sorry. Whoever has the legacy communicator at these conventions, the stop it. Out. Take the battery out. You're terrible. Like, I don't know if that's intentional or accidental. That's literally why I did not it's bring mine. 100% intentional. And it's super annoying. And it's super disruptive. Yeah, you have these guys. Original. <laughs> no, you have these like actors like spilling their guts at least in the Mystic Force panel yeah. or the Disney panel and then you hear like of the like the error message of the legacy Dude, communicator it's, John Tui was legit crying that he put his sunglasses on yeah. because that kid asked about Udana yeah. and he's like what was it like with Udana oh. and he was like well yeah she was great like I'm sorry she's gone and then like he then he's like the kid started walking away and then he said something about like you know, yeah, and like I, she was like an aunt to me or something. Like, yeah, she, she, the, yeah, she, she like my auntie. He just like started tearing up, and then like he put, you could see, he put his glasses on, and then like he kind of like tried to nonchalantly like he put the tissues on his glasses yeah. to wipe. His I tears. saw, I saw him put the glasses on. I didn't yeah. make the connection. And I'm just like, wait, oh, bring wow. the whole f-ing room down, kid. Like yeah. on the first question. rule number one: don't talk about the deaths of people. Like, in what the did past? you think they were gonna like, say? Yeah, f- that bitch, I hate her. Like, <laughs> yeah, she's dead. Like, no, of course not. What was the purpose of this question? And, yeah, I mean, to really bring the room down, like, right off the bat. That's like asking about plot. Like, either it comes up naturally or don't blandly ask it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, that's... So my experience, I got to talk with Glenn McKellen a little bit while you guys were still sitting in the uh, the panel for Mm -hmm. uh, Miss Force. And, yeah, I went up to him and talked to him, and he brought up Pua. And he's like, yeah, you know... uh, I forget how we got brought up because I I had said something to the effect of like you know every I'm glad you guys are here you're feeling the love like you guys are like you know Ninja Storm I think is one of those great underrated underrepresented seasons at some of these cons and he said yeah it would have been great if he could have made it out to one of these and seen you know the love, how much people love them. the love yeah. and the support that the community has for everyone <clears throat> and uh, and I was kind of taken aback I was like wow I didn't expect you to you know talk about this because considering it's still pretty recent, yeah, in, yeah, it's gonna be grand raw. scheme of things, yeah, it's gotta be still a touchy nerve. But and I, I just I couldn't help but sit there and agree with him, like, yeah, I, I, you hit the nail on the head, like, I, I would have loved for him to be able to see, you know, how many fans here love and support, you know, not only you guys, but it, it, every every ranger here is somebody's favorite ranger, mm-hmm. you know. And it's it's important to remember that, and that's why I think these shows are so important for not only us as fans. I think they're important for the cast too. Yeah, and the ones that accepted that. Yeah, the ones that the ones that really want to be here. The ones that want to be here. The ones that want to accept that fandom, that love, that community. Those that don't are Blake Foster. (laughs) 
or Austin St. John or Karen Ashley or like any of the OGs but um, anyone who just does this solely to as a supplement income yeah like like okay we see what you're doing no one cares like sorry you couldn't get other acting jobs outside of Hollywood after or you know outside of Power Rangers but even like Zach and I talked to um, Algin for a bit and he's just Which fantastic. May or may not be on the show. We have to get his consent. We haven't decided yet. <laughs> we have to swing by and probably talk to him tomorrow. Yeah. And but no, he was um, no, he was just super cool and genuinely thrilled. Like this was his first ever convention. Yeah. And ahead of us in line were these fantastic like Jungle Karma pizza cosplayers. Yeah, they, were they were awesome. Yeah. And he was like he was blown away by that. And it was it was kind of funny cuz he's like, "Yeah, I, I haven't even been to the one out on the West Coast." And I'm like, "This is like a good baby step yeah. before you get to like the craziness yeah. of Power Morphicon." PMC is it's the Wild West. Like good luck. Mm-hmm. Um, but Ranger Stop, man, this is this is tight knit. This is on point in terms of not only organization, uh, you know, content, uh, celebrity guests. You know, honestly, <clears throat> and big shout out to Mike, the the guy that runs the show. Um, just he could not put on a better better. Experience. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, uh, Michael Bioni, and yeah. and he was on the show on our show years ago when we were promoting Ranger Stop the one yeah. time. And now I feel bad that I missed that show because if all of them have been run this well... Yeah. I'm sorry. What but have we been doing? What? Yeah. 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 We've but been for real. Our faith. We've that, been misplacing our faith. It's mm-hmm. clear to me that this con is the superior con, in my opinion. That's well, one man's opinion. Look, for me, Power Morphicon 2014... That's like, oh my god, I'm here. That I was, can ignore the problems, yeah. which really there weren't a lot of. No, 2014 went pretty smooth. 20, it was 2019 that was the garbage fire. 18, or 18, 18 yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, 2016, it was still fine. Yeah, I didn't go to that one, so you have all the frame 16 was the first one I went to, and it wasn't that big a problem. I remember going and picking up my badge earlier, and it was fine, like... They said, like, all gold and platinum come at this time, and I waited 20 yeah. minutes, and I was done, and then the show opened, and I went in, and it was fun. Like, I don't, the Pasadena one, I don't remember really many problems. Yeah. But that's the thing. I wonder, like, how much for PMC was the venue change was part of the problem. Yeah. The versus... scenes with, with Anaheim very well could have been. But, but that's the thing. Like, PMC from even, like, when I went in 2014 to last year, the amount of people was insane. There like, I've of, never seen a crowd that big. There were for, a lot of people at Anaheim. A lot of people. And I think they weren't ready for that. Uh, yeah. I didn't know they were. Yeah. <laughs> but, but then you go here, where it's like, they've been doing this for seven years straight. But, again, and not to jump to Scott's defense, but the amount of people in Anaheim versus the amount of people here. <laughs> sure. It's, I don't know. It's Orlando. But the amount of people at this convention today... Okay, at the convention. Never mind. Yeah, I'm just saying, at this convention, it, here's, I mean, it's at least half, if not 
less than that. Right. Here's what I think. I think people are sleeping on this convention. I, well, I yeah, think probably. they are. They're thinking probably. PMC is the end-all, be-all. Like, I have to go to PMC. Honestly, if that's your you know prerogative, go for it. If you want to go to PMC, go to PMC. I'm not saying don't. Like, if you do want to go to terrible to conventions, go ahead. But, exactly. I mean, <laughs> but, <laughs> but seriously, don't sleep. On Ranger Stop. Ranger Stop. Can't stop, won't stop. Ranger, Ranger Stop. stop. Um, <laughs> we, had a, we had a million of these for Mike. Just hire us on as, as consultants. It's fine. Um, but no, like, seriously. Yeah. I understand some people can only afford to do one big convention a year. I get it. I, As somebody who is of that persuasion, the poor persuasion, I get it. It's hard. You can't justify doing big cons you know, multiple times a year. So you save up and you scrimp and you say, okay, PMC, PMC, right. PMC. But, here's the thing. Just try. Try a ranger stop. See the difference. Make the judgment call yourself. See if you prefer the way things are done when they're organized. Handled a little bit better. Feels like there's more of a personal touch here, whereas it always feels like it's just... A broken machine. I was about to say it's a machine, but and, it's and I've been seeing like the cool. same staff members. Like there's a consistency. I will say it every time. I prefer a small con to a big yeah. con. Small con, you feel more like you are being served. You're being catered to a small con. Mm-hmm. You know, you walk in the door, you see those people. Those people see you, and they say, "Hey, welcome. How can we help you? Where can we? You know, what do you need?" We'll take you there. Like, you go to PMC, you are one of many faceless drones that right. go through. And staff oftentimes are just like, oh, okay, this person has the exact same question I've heard 800 times today. I'm bored of this answer. It's over there. I don't care. Go but ahead. I've seen staff members, if there's a question they can't answer, they have, like, their own network of, like... They're probably on a Discord <laughs> server. Yeah. They're probably in a text thread on, you know, Facebook Messenger or Twitter or whatever, and yeah, that's great. I and and that's that. the politeness of the staff, too. I don't have an answer for you, but, but let, let me, me get it. it for you. Exactly. Yeah. And that's good customer service, you know, um, and that, I think, is what really shines through with this convention is good customer Well, you had service. a problem with your badge. Yeah, okay, so today, you know, we woke up early. Eric and I wanted to get our hands on the convention exclusive. Thanks for the heads up, Brian. That was, yeah. yeah. yeah by, by the way, thank you to Collector Shugi for the heads up when they went on sale. Um, but we wanted to get these awesome badge pins that are just, they're, first of all, shout out Hentraval because they do great work. Yeah, JC's great. Yeah. Um, and they were the ones that made the badge for the con, so there's the, all the backstory you need. Sorry, I can tell stories like an old lady. Um... So I get mine, and I'm thinking, okay, great, this is cool. I'm going to put this on. I'm going to wear this for my photo op with John, because SPD, yeah, awesome. Get back to the hotel room, kind of drop some stuff off. I take the pin out, and I look at it. Realize that the pin itself had busted through the back of the stopper on the pin. And I said, oh, man, this sucks, because like, I can't wear this. It's going to stab me. I don't have a replacement you know, stopper for it. What can I do? Um, and I, I said, you know what? Maybe there's a chance they'll exchange it. Maybe there's maybe they haven't sold out yet because I know there's only a limited run of fifty of these. Maybe I'll get lucky. Took the badge back, and Mike himself was standing there. Yeah. And said, "Hey, man, you joined the show." I said, "Yeah, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. It's a great show. Like, thank you so much for having us out." 
I just had one quick thing. Like, I bought the badge, and the pin is busted through the backing. And he kind of looked at it, and he took it, and he goes, Oh, yeah. He goes, Okay, yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, get him get him a different pin. Like, it was, it was yeah. that quick. Like, again, that customer service, that showing you care about your customers, that is what I appreciate about this con so mm-hmm. much. As opposed, PMC would have been like, Oh, Oh, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. Oh, that sucks. Nothing we can do. Bye. Piss off. Yeah. Like you're done. Well, at PMC, they probably would have just run through the wall already. So there literally would have been nothing they could have done. And that Eric spoke on that point this morning too. He's like, he, we were so conditioned right. for PMC that like, oh my god, we have to get up early. We have to be in line like two hours. Before. I mean, we what? As soon as Brian texts us, we're like, we all right, okay, P, like, we'll be. Yeah, we <laughs> we'll do see you. <laughs> And he's like, it's going to take me a little while to get ready. And it's like, okay, we'll wait for you. No worries. And then, and then we like, got the text. Badges. Bye. Bye. She pokes her head out the bathroom. Hey, guys, you know. Guys. <laughs> but, no, that's the thing. We're, we're conditioned to PMC being, like. Stress about that. So stuff. crazy and so many people that, oh, hell, if we don't get in line now or whatever. And even the panel rooms. Plenty of room. Like, you can get in line and get a good seat. Or. You can just walk in five minutes later if you wanted to. Yeah. So. And honestly, I'm really hoping that, the, you know, the positive experiences that the attendees have this year. Uh, I hope it hope. spreads. Exactly. That's what I'm hoping. I hope it translates into more attendees next year. Um, you know, it's in the same location here in, in the uh, Orlando Wyndham International, which, by the way, hotel is. This is great. This is amazing. Um, it's a nice hotel. This is a great hotel. It's a great. It's like a campus. It's like a college campus. Yeah. It's yeah, it's, it's nice. It's like a village. There's like people yeah. talk to everything. There are ducks. There's a duck. There's <laughs> a, a lagoon and a boa. And the <laughs> ducks. The ducks were sleeping. <coughs> oh my god, man! The ducks are everywhere. Yeah. There's a there's ducks, a, man. There's a lagoon. <laughs> the ducks. Duck Con 2020. <laughs> I think I think if AP had a spirit animal, it'd be a duck. <laughs> a sleeping duck because they're the cutest. Do ducks also I've have no faces? I've never seen a duck sleep before. It was so weird. But you can see it at Ranger Stop. Yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you like sleeping cool. ducks, yeah. To be fair, I saw a duck with a light speed yellow mask on her. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's just there's so much like just convenience wise just yeah, in this area. Big, a big, big thing. So yes, this area where the hotel is in Everything is walkable. Everything is walkable. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a Walgreens two minutes away by foot. There is a huge two-story McDonald's. International McDonald's serves the McPizza. G- McPizza. Okay, but we're not sponsored. Like, Starbucks, Giordano's, whatever. But there's, like, this huge campus. Whereas, even though they're not going to be in Anaheim again, right. but Anaheim... Well, even in Pasadena, it was kind of a haul yeah. of stuff. Like we remember, we went out to dinner that one day, and we walked for like 15, 20 minutes before we got to right. the place. We're like, it's like it sucks walking that far. That hot dog place we went with Mister S was a hike. Remember yeah. that that place was like five blocks down and two over, or something like that. Yeah, that was a pain. Like when whenever we did Pasadena, that's why we'd always end up eating at like the island grill because it's right night, next door right yeah there. right and, and no one wanted to walk anywhere further that so, and unlimited french fries <laughs> <laughs> there you go 
If you want unlimited french fries, I guess, go to PMC. But, like, here, everything's walkable. And if it's yeah. not, it's like a short, it's like a short Uber drive. Yeah. Like a... And Uber has made everything like super easy for this trip yeah. <laughs> for yeah. real. We're we're just like throwing out all these like corporate names. Yeah. If if any of these Listen, people want to sponsor, yeah. <laughs> we'll take it. We'll take a sponsorship because we use your services and enjoy them very much. Sponsored by PMC. <laughs> Sponsored by Ranger Stop. No, no, no. no. The products we enjoy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, yeah, the, the crux of this whole thing is just like, Ranger Stop has been wonderful. It's been great hanging out with all you guys. Like, I love you yeah. guys. All of you. You're love my you family. And getting to hang out with you is worth it every time. I don't care where we go. I don't care if we meet in Jersey. I don't care if we meet in... Cleveland. Cleveland. <laughs> By the way, no offense meant to anybody from Jersey or Cleveland. Um, but I will go anywhere you guys go, and I'm glad yeah. that we all decided to go here because this has been a wonderful weekend, and I'm just loving everything. But I, I do want to make it out again next year oh, yeah. for sure. I'm planning it already. It's like, yeah, longer and make it like a whole thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go to Universal for sure. Universal would be fun. I'd love to do Epcot with you guys. Go drinking around the world, the World Showcase Pavilion. I don't know any of the words that you just said. <laughs> but he heard drinking. drinking. He's on board. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard drinking, and I'm good with that. I'll, I'll tell you more when we're done recording. Drinking and world. Oh. <laughs> Drink the, the world. world. of drinking. <laughs> no, it's like Joe Odrum. Drinking the world. <laughs> Drinking's the world. <laughs> That's commitment. Follow the sun. <laughs> Catch the sun. <laughs> But no, it's it's been an amazing Saturday, and then tomorrow... We still have a day. We, we, we still have, have a day. day Unfortunately, we won't really get to record our thoughts on day three, because basically when the con ends, we're all going to the airport and going home. We could always, like, just hit up our final thoughts. Whatever. Yeah, true. Because well, we do have John... our meet up tomorrow. Maybe we can yeah. do the recording there and see if anybody wants to get on and shout out. Well, that's what... Yeah, so this doesn't matter, but we'll... Maybe have some listener comments that we record. We'll I don't know. Here. Yeah, we'll insert them here. Um, but wow, no. those were great. <laughs> <laughs> Except that one guy. You know who you are. <laughs> and sir, I, I'm flattered, but I'm, I'm very much uh, uh, happily being single. Um. <laughs> We, I don't want to record. I think, I think Zach got way more out of that conversation than I did. <laughs> well, I mean, we know Faras wants to have. Never mind. <laughs> I don't think we recorded that story. Nope. Well, actually, no, we did. We did. Oh. That's. I turned it on right before the whole of that. So. <laughs> but uh, no, it's been good, and yeah. there's still more to experience. Yeah, All right, that's day two. It was awesome. Any final thoughts? It was awesome. It was. It was very awesome. It was super mega awesome. Yeah. Super mega awesome. (laughs) But I do want to thank... (laughs) It was epic. (laughs) I do want to thank Brian, Chris, Josh. My name's Jacob. (laughs) (laughs) There it is. (laughs) But no, thank you guys and... Yeah. Thanks for being the extended Ranger Command family this weekend. Thanks for having us. Thank you. And thank you guys for just 
Even though it was like a, a, the Eric Berry meets John Tui experience. <laughs> but I was here for it, man. Yeah. I was here for it. But no, I... Like, I was having good enough time as it was on my own, but you just amplified it because it was... But This was your thing. I, I know it was my thing, but I'm glad I got to share that with you. I'm glad you I'm guys glad got, to, got she- to share my thing with you, Eric. Hashtag hand stuff. Hashtag hand stuff. Jack package. <laughs> Eric's over here pouring his heart out like, guys, I love you. This is really meaningful for me. We're all like, dang, <laughs> And that's how you know we're good friends. But, but no, I, I, I just, I want to say thanks because it enhanced the experience for me too, knowing that you guys were witnessing like my geeking out fandom moment and we all got to participate in that. He's like, oh, what's your name, Chris? He's Zach. All right, cool. Yeah. I got this talk to him for free, so that worked out great. <laughs> <laughs> it's one thing to yeah. do something like that on your own, but when you're in a group of people that you love, it's even better. Yeah, it, it really is. Yeah. So. Like sex. <laughs> Just like sex. No, 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 that's Scott's other convention. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> we're out. I'd like to introduce to you now, without any further ado, the cast of Power Rangers Mystic Force. Neil
coming soon to the Acorn channel. Uh, check it out. Oh, cool. Season 6. It's an awesome How about you, man? Um, well, I've been... Uh, I'm actually, I've been living... In, I was living in Melbourne for about five years uh, doing a show called House Husbands. And that finished in 2017. Um, yeah, just been kind of working, uh, travelling a lot. I went to Africa. In, I went to Kenya for seven weeks. And kind of like just um, volunteered, ran a sports program, you know, so went and went to the Savannah. Yeah. Yeah, I just had enough and after five years of like TV, I was just like, I've had enough of this. Yeah, I just was five five seasons of a show it can it can burn you out. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I went to Africa, and I had a, I had a ball there, man. I was I was taking photos. I went into the savannah. I hung out with leopards and lions and. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I was I was like I was refreshed after that trip. You know, it was eight weeks there. I went to uh, South Africa. Went to Kenya. I volunteered. It was great. Hey, go to Africa. Go to Africa. That's we can When in doubt, when in doubt, go to Africa. That's good advice. It really does. You know, I went to one of the biggest slums called Kibera. Um And I think like three quarters of the Kenyan population are in this slum. And for me to walk in this slum, I was just, I felt ashamed in the sense that uh, some of my insecurities and uh, fears that I kind of battle with and and challenged with, you know, on a, whether it's career or bit, you know, whatever it is, uh, the acting career, it just kind of, it just evaporates because it kind of, you, you sit there and you go, wow, this is so exposed and these people are living on bare minimum. It's like, it is really, it does change your perspective. It really does. So I did that and then I did a play which was great, called uh, The Effect. And uh, that was on for six weeks, and it was great, man. I was, uh, I was back to my stage, doing my, my, my acting on stage. And a few films here and there, a couple of spurts of, spurts of not working. And um, yeah, but overall, just uh, growing up, this is theater, did a film with Mel, Mel Gibson directed me. Oh. <laughs> so I spent, spent five and a half weeks with him. Um, yeah, but other than that, just, you know, going through the, the cycle of life, I guess. Relationships and <laughs> women. I'm moving on. Just to bring it over to John. How are you doing, John? Hi, guys. Thank you for making it out. Um, I've, been, I've been well. I'm very um, happy to be here. I've been, uh, yeah, I've been, been married, <laughs> and I've got four children, and uh, it's great to be working as an actor, doing a couple of projects here and there. Yeah, so I'm going to be reunited with my reunited, reunited with these fine young, young actors. We're going to do one panel about a song, but it's not 
gonna be this. Okay, that was awkward. That was very funny. Moving on, moving on, but yeah. Um, just uh, tell them about some of the projects, man. Come on. Still doing what I love. Uh, I I always respected acting as a craft. Um, Power Rangers gave me my first break and changed my life. And uh, I came into Mystic Force uh, halfway through these young gentlemen's season and uh, I've these friendships and maintained Ferris. All the jousting that I do with Ferris is. Tell them about the time I invited you to that play in Sydney. What happened? Uh, I'm not saying anything about my lawyer. Moving on. I want to know. Richard's still here. I've been waiting for 15 years to hear about the story. That's, that's what I've been doing. So. <laughs> He's giving me that look. He gives me that look. <laughs> I listen. Um, I'm kind of the same stuff that these guys have been doing. Like, uh, Rangers was my first break too. And then after that, I just did a few more kind of acting jobs here and there and actually moved to the States for a little bit, which was awesome. Um, and worked there a bit, and then didn't work there for a longer bit, <laughs> and then came back to Sydney, and recently I've just been working a little harder on my music stuff, just taking a little break from acting, so I can just kind of concentrate a little more on the music, but I'll probably get back into the acting shortly, but I don't know how long. <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty much me. Not too shabby, guys. Now, I mean, for a moment, we're gonna take some questions from the audience. It's different and it's interesting and um, it's it's got its own lore that to, to a lot of fans makes uh, Power Rangers um, support one of the coolest seasons. It really does. And um, have any of you had a, a lot of exposure to the Power Rangers prior to this when you got the role? Had you? I know some of you might not have watched the show or been around the place where they even had the show. In Australia, we had it, but we generally, I think, only had like the first season, like Mighty Morphin. Well, that's the only one I saw as a kid. And I watched it Woodbridge as a kid, but then I didn't see much of it again until like the email came through for the audition. And I was quite a surprise, like I didn't know that they were still shooting it, so that's cool. And then I did some research and I kind of saw how big the world was. Yeah, yeah we had Power Rangers New Zealand for like one year and then it got banned. <laughs> yeah, it was too, it was too violent for New Zealand. Yeah. So you couldn't watch it, but you could shoot it. Yeah, <laughs> I could shoot it. That's typical. I wasn't allowed to show it to you. Yeah, because a bunch of bunch of mums got together and banned it. Rightly so. Nobody should be watching it. Being from New Zealand, I remember that like 1995, and when they streamed Power Rangers, they was they said they banned Power Rangers because it's too violent. But they kept playing WWE. Yeah, that makes sense. People are pile driving, breaking necks on them trip breaks and stuff. So it's just more realistic on WWE. Well, it's just two guys. That's when you know these corporate giants don't have the interest in the fans. So that's why like, me coming here is me plugging back to the fan group. Heard that word yesterday. Like, yeah, they they banned. We got it one year, and it, it was funny because when I travel internationally, I'm still recognised uh, for being a Power Ranger. Once a Ranger, always a Ranger. Woo! <laughs> What's the fandom like in the universe of Mackie Woods? There is no fandom. There is no fandom. They don't watch the show. They don't have access to the show. They shoot 
They shoot in New Zealand. And the, the, for us as Kiwis working there in our country, there, there is that part of your ego where you want your own country to support. Yeah. But they don't know. Like, that's but it was good. It's, it's a double edged sword because it's good. So when we go out, no one really knows. And I'm fine with it. But then you travel to, to, uh, to America and then they approach you on the street and then I'm just and they're like, wow. This is, it just blew my mind. How was it working with Ed uh, Rudu, like O'Donnell, the White Ranger? Uh, she was amazing. She was a really um, warm, funny, generous woman. Like she was, yeah, she was a really nice presence to be around. Yeah, yeah she was special. She was. Uh, I mean, it's, it's it's so long ago, and you're trying to remember what went on. Um, from what I can remember, she was yeah, she was very professional and full of love and encouragement. But um, yeah, it's sad that she's gone. She also did lots of really amazing theatre in, in New Zealand. So she did really, um, really like innovative, uh, immersive theatre, which um, you know doesn't get as much recognition as, as like Power Rangers. But yeah, it's, real, it's a real privilege. She's awesome.
We had to do some flying at some point. I remember. What well, other scenes? Can you remember some? Uh, we had to like hang around in those. We had some scenes, didn't we? We we had like we 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 went up like we, we traveled time. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, oh, I remember. I remember this one story actually. In the in the script, John Tui's character he had to. Um, Nick had to kick or punch his character and he had to fall on his ass, right? Yeah. Right? Listen to this. John, John had to, like, he approached the director who was like, wait, 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 wait. Will we? <laughs> and it had to be your part, didn't it, John? And John goes to the director, he goes, wait, 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 let's, uh, let's, let's, let's pull this back a bit. Um, so what do you mean, like, Nick? Uh, kicks me and I fall on my ass. No, 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 no. What, what, what if? <laughs> what, yeah, yeah. What if he gets hit and he falls to one knee? <laughs> this is what he said. Before the director is on his, no, 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 I'm not falling on my ass. There's no way I'm falling on my ass. He, if, he, if he hits me, maybe he just like takes one knee. And then he gets back up real quick. This is, this is John. No, John. I'm like, John, the script says you fall on your ass. Fall on your ass. It's like, I'm not falling on my ass. It was, it was an artistic, it was an artistic choice. And also, no, 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 no. I felt the stature of Dagron could, listen. I don't I, think I, my character will do that. No, no, no. <laughs> it's my character. I and in the that. script. I have a script. I have a script. A creative right has said to question the character. Dagger on. And Dagger on falls on his That's what it said. It's right, right here. It's right here and right here. Right there it is. There it is. That's all Nick. Was not dropping down. His balls at that time. I'm not bending the sea! <laughs> I do not fall on my behind. I take it like a soldier and fall to my knee. I know my character better than the writer. And the director. Him. Yeah, the director's just like, you know, this scrawny little guy. He's like, yeah, sure, why not? Yeah. <laughs> sure, sure. And then John's like, I will not. <laughs> yeah, man, whatever. Yeah, hell yeah, what me? Yeah, great. My God, shit, just don't hit me. You know, don't hit me, man. And, and you know, we had like we had like six, seven, eight directors come through yeah. the series, right? So every director comes with their own perception, right? But they're only peeping through the window. They're not in the room. I'm in the room, and I will not bend the knee. <laughs> From zero to a hundred. <laughs> for me, for Dagron to fall back onto his butt and on his back would show him to be weak. I am the mentor. I am the general. I'm just gonna trip your ass over later on.
questions for Faraz. In the second episode, you yeah. do like this crazy spin kick off a motorcycle like 15 feet in the air and the motorcycle like balls. <laughs> I wish that was me, that was a stunty. Oh, that was, right. yeah, was, that say was say a Japanese that. stunty. I mean, maybe not, but he was on wire, yeah. so. Yeah, I was gonna say, how'd you film that? Would you ever try that in real life? Yeah, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not stupid. <laughs> It's about the long. It's about longevity here. Um, yeah, I think it was a stunty on wires. Cool stunt too, by the way. Really cool. Yeah. I mean, Dandelion could have been developed. I mean, we we all have thoughts about the way we could have been portrayed. But yeah, it was fun. It was really the reason why we're here, and I think this goes for everybody on, on stage, is because it was one of my first jobs as well. And we, we created a real friendship, and everyone got along. Like, we actually did like each other. There was a real friendship. It never happens. It never happens on a set. You know, there's always, it's always fractured. There's always people, there's a lot of ego. And this was one of our first, and we, we loved it, and it was like, it was a good job. And it paid well, and it, you know, we got to move around, and it was shot on location, and the people were great, so, you don't know how good it was until you live, you live it, you experience it, and then you have a career. And they go, oh man, we really had a good. And that's why we're here. I think my question is more for, I guess, uh, as a tweet. But uh, uh, if, if your characters were to like cross over, like if it was SPD, Mr. Force, or Operator No Right, or just the Returns Mission, how do you feel that your uh, characters, how, how do you think it would work when it relates to your other characters here that would return? Uh, you South African? Yeah. Congratulations on winning the World Cup. <laughs> Thank you for saying that. <laughs> all blacks all day. Thank you, yeah, congratulations. Uh, that question, uh, Having played uh, two mentor roles in two, two series, for me, the, the backbone of the mentor is kind of the same, as you see, it's the wisdom, it's the voice of reason, he is the father figure. He translates what we perceive as a leader, as, as a word of wisdom to these young rangers, because the journeys of uh, all the rangers, they go through a journey in every series, right? It's self-discovery, it's a security, and then there's this coming of age. And by the time we get to the last episodes, we we followed this family and this group of people to the end episode that we just like, we see parts of ourselves played with these characters. In terms of whether Doggy Kruger and Solaris Knight would get along, I think they would. Because they were both uh, humble, wise men with leaderships. Without ego, they put themselves, they're the guys that are on the wire and allow the troops to walk up. You understand? That's the leader role. I'm a father of four, and I'm the oldest brother of mine. Um, I always knew that I had to protect, provide, and do the best job I could in this life that I want to arrange Chance to play Donkey Cooper again and go up against Korak, how do you feel that fight would go down? Oh, 
Tekken? Yeah! Yeah, I played Tekken growing up. 15. What's his name again? The guy that looks like Bruce Lee but isn't Bruce Lee? Yeah, Marshall Law. That was my boy. Uh, anime, I, I don't know much about anime. No, but Tekken was my game. Uh, I spent most of my uh, teenage years playing Pokemon Red. And I've been watching uh, Avatar recently. That's awesome. The storytelling that is incredible. Beautiful, look it up. Is anyone into VR gaming? Yeah! Yeah! Like, who's played Astrobot? PlayStation, yeah. Who's got the Oculus? Yeah. PlayStation VR? A lot more of you said you played VR games, and then when I asked you to be our headset, you had know, to <laughs> you know, get into it. It's a new way of gaming. Job Simulator is great. How about um, try this and you will die? Or what's that one where you where you gotta? I expect you. To I die. expect you to die. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Classic. Yeah. Tetris in VR. Yeah. Are you the piece? <laughs> Which ones? 
Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, because you just go and do them, and they take like 20 minutes to do. Well, they take you 20. They'll take a normal person probably 20 hours, but Nikki's a very talented voice actor. I've got like three really voices, and they're great. They're great. <laughs> <laughs> no, do something now. Can you do some, please? I, I actually can't remember what the voices of the monsters were. Like, they were just, they were just like. Oh, Sentinel Knight was like. Sentinel Knight. Hey, yes, sir. I'm the Sentinel Knight. I'm the big man, and I transform into a sword. That's all I remember. When we had to do uh, voiceovers, which there was a lot of obviously because we had helmets on, um, I always used to lose my voice really easily in doing it. I just didn't know how to use my voice and yell without it disappearing that next day. But and I kept asking Nick like, "How do you do it?" He's like, just "Do it." And you have no problem with it, eh? But I enjoyed it, yeah. yeah. But it was it was really tough, like because you just go and go and stand in this booth and yell for about as long as your voice can take it, which is about like 40 minutes, and then you just take a break. You just stand there and be like, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, man, should have done that. This does suck. I have to know, uh, when you weren't filming uh, the show, uh, what was your favorite activity during this? <laughs> That's a good question. That's a good question. There are kids. 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 We, uh, we did it. I know what I did. You're disgusting. That's a disgusting response. You used to, used to play guitar quite, quite a bit. I did. Strumming away on the old guitar. I played and tried to record music and stuff. That's the first. Time I, I bought a laptop and got GarageBand and um, one of the sound guys lent me a microphone and made a, uh, you know how like when you're singing to a mic, how you need to put something there to stop the pop filter? Pop filter. He, yeah. Um, he made one for me out of a stocking and a wire. <laughs> it wasn't his stocking. And, uh, and a coat hanger. And, and I used, and I still got it. I still got it in my studio today. And, um, and I also got given a 12 string guitar. Um, which I still use to this day as well. So I just tried to record music and stuff, and that's kind of where it started for me. Uh, but you know, like the, the shooting of Power Rangers was so intense. Uh, it's like six months, and you get being packed up at five, and you get home at like seven. So you pretty much just you go out, you work, you come home, and you just collapse on the floor and lie there until the next morning. So True, you don't eh? that much. Time. And you're on it every day because, like, it was yeah. generally always, always all this together. Yeah. It was kind of like on a on a normal show. You I don't know. All well, shows I've worked on, I worked on maybe two days a week. It's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? If you like it, if you're not the lead. But in this, like, we had to be there every day, like shooting pretty much everything. Like Nick, Pop, you, Ferris, you shot probably more than us, but. Like, but, gen- but generally, we were, even, we were on set even when you were, yeah, so it was probably the most grueling shooting schedule I've ever had in my 15 years of work. Did it put a hacky sack as well? It's like what these young gentlemen said, like when you're, when you're shooting a series, you commit completely to it. So the time that you have off, like some of us would, uh, like we, would shoot, we wouldn't shoot Friday or... Saturday yeah, yeah, yeah. Saturday. 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 Saturday.
it was literally Thursday night was our really relaxing time. So we had some people had wine. Uh, for me, it was just being with my, with my family members. They were the reason why I, I worked so hard and not complain. But um, when you committed to a series and it's going, you're part of this movement. Everybody's thrown into this crucible. And there's a lot of compromises. Like I said, like what Peter said before, we all had a good camaraderie. I've worked on uh, projects where there's a diva or camaraderie's not there, or people aren't even personal with each other. They come on set and piss off other than they don't do they don't communicate with the other actors. And I've worked with some big personalities who don't even uh, they're not there to do offline. So each and every actor here empties the tank, they empty the car, they go on to set, we give our best performance and then we try to detox after that because we know we're waking up at five o'clock and then we run the routine again. And it's so hard to be in the moment because you're so exhausted. Because to to be at attention all the time, it's like uh, when I was talking to uh, Lynn yesterday, like, we all must have had to take a nap on these, like, little uh, old way to cap chairs. With our audience on, my technique was as soon as I got off set, or I did a line, come back and I know I wasn't going to be on for another uh, three hours, and you didn't have the camper van there. I uh, just mastered the. That was me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in my trailer. Alright, guys, I'll see you then. <laughs> it's so tiring, and especially watching the young fellas work. I fed off their energy. Actually, fair. Virus is a energizer bunny. <laughs> and it's so good to have the personalities. It's funny because when you look at the casting of Red Ranger and Blue Rangers, there's a certain trick that follows through the seasons, right? And they go through a certain journey. So as soon as I met him, like, his energy for me was just, he was definitely born to be the energy. Oh, oh, oh. Hey guys. How you doing? Good. Um, so my question is for all of you. Uh, what was your reaction when you first saw the Jinji suit? <laughs> what the hell is that? <laughs> what is it doing on this set? Mostly <laughs> to Lee's reaction. <laughs> and then I and I took him on and I said, "That's Gingy. It's Gingy, the magical cat." <laughs> and what? Did I pronounce it wrong? I was uh, really. Power Ranger anniversary for a life. Well, you can answer for both of us, yeah? 
started so I'm just gonna pass it around to say your name and then whatever you want to say for like oh you want to go last okay <laughs> um, or, or you just talk about yeah and then we can talk about just I guess overall thoughts of the convention yeah and what do you expect for for Sunday well uh Hi, my name is Zach. Hi, Hi Zach. Zach. Hi, Zach. <laughs> I've been a Power Rangers fan since I was six years old. 
Uh, no, honestly, like this convention, and I kind of said it this morning in the room. I said this convention has reignited my faith in Power Rangers conventions after the debacle that was PMC last year. Um, this convention was run so smoothly. There were no hiccups, at least that I was a part of. I, okay, the fire alarm getting pulled was a problem for everyone, but, but I wasn't there, so it wasn't a problem for me. But no, like, this is a great con, and I'm, I'm happy to come back year after year for this thing now. Like, now that I've experienced it firsthand, Mike puts on a hell of a show, and I want to come back and see it grow, and, well, hopefully not grow too too much, because I like, <laughs> yeah, the, I, I I like, like the small so nature of the con. Yeah, it's nice and, and you know, uh, cozy, I guess is the word I'm looking for. I'm AP. Hi, AP. Um, no, this was my first ever convention. I had a really good time. Like, I, I would definitely come back. Like, again, I was impressed. Yeah, absolutely. Nice and like, just the location too. I feel like the location made it. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. Everything. It's so centrally located. Like everything is walking distance. Unlike PMC. Where we had to walk twenty miles uphill both ways. In the snow. In the, not in California. <laughs> in, California. <laughs> in the blazing heat, where everybody got sunburned from standing in line outside for five hours. Oh god, jeez. But you know, this is the convention's like first time in this hotel. But you wouldn't know that. Oh yeah. No. Yeah. Like the way it was run was just like butter. Like yeah. everything worked when it needed to. And even even if they do grow. There's like this whole other That's side true. of the convention. We are literally nowhere near the convention, and it's so much util- like space they could utilize if they do grow to that point. But I don't want them to grow to that point, kind of. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like I would say at most double the size of the dealer room, and that's that's good. Yeah, like that's yeah. Not as big as I think it's big. Well, if if they were able to get more, if they were able to get more dealers. And maybe, maybe put the dealers where they're at now, but just get rid of the guests and put the guests to the bigger one, like more, yeah, more yeah, room. that we have more light room. Or even they might even be able to have like a doorway from the room they're in now to like because I think some of the walls retract or I don't know how that works, but yeah, they might be able to just either make that room a little bit larger or like you said, have like a doorway so it's like this half is the dealers and you walk through a small doorway and this is the guest but it's still easy to get from one to the other you don't have to like walk a distance or anything like that and I haven't been to the other I haven't I mean this is my first ranger stop too and I haven't been to whatever hotel they were at the last time so I don't know if it was just a Somebody we're outgrowing the Holiday Inn near closer to Universal or something like that or mm-hmm. parks so I'm I'm wondering if they did, if they moved here specifically because they knew that they were gonna keep growing. Like this is like a future proofing type of yeah. thing. Yeah, I mean it's definitely big enough to accommodate some growth. Yeah, yeah. This, just in this room is massive. Sure makes me feel like I'm in the White House. Right? <laughs> well, <laughs> the, this side of it definitely yeah. it's got more of like an old school feel to it. Uh, again, first Ranger stop and impressed. Easily can say impressed. Uh, I didn't have too many issues at PMC last year because I packed <coughs> my way into a vendor badge through Mr. S. So I didn't have to stand in line. I was privileged. But uh, just like knowing like everyone else in my group had to go through that just made me not 
appreciate PMC as much as maybe I had in the past. And this kind of brought me back to like when I started getting into the fandom at Yomicon, Eric, you were there. Yep. And it was such a small, like personal convention. And this has those same kind of vibes where it's small, it's not overcrowded, there's like no arguments or <laughs> disorganization <laughs> or anything like that. Yeah. Everything just runs smoothly, starts when it needs to start, ends when it needs to end, no overlapping, none of that stuff. And I, <coughs> I appreciate that in a convention. Yeah, again, everything just ran like clockwork like it should. Everything was organized. Everyone knew where they needed to be. There wasn't any of this, oh, okay, well, we're going to have them line up here, but then we're going to switch and have the line move this way instead. Oh, no, we can't do that. We're going to move the line back to, like, there wasn't any of that. Like, there wasn't PMC. Like, and I know we keep comparing it to PMC, but I heard that, like, at PMC, the photo ops were just a mess. Oh, yeah. And we did the photo op for John Tui. That was, like, a well-oiled machine. We were in like, and out and had the photograph in, like, ten get minutes. In. Yeah. Yeah, like, it was wonderful. Yeah, it was, it was great. Well, we're, we're fortunate to be joined by a staffer. Hey, so just uh, your name. Uh, my name is Steven. Um, yeah, this is my first time like doing something like this. Um, yeah, nice. Helped out with the convention for the last couple of years, and been a big fan of the podcast for since the beginning. I think around episode four or five. Yeah, and, and we really appreciate it. So. Yeah. I, I wanted to ask, because we had some questions, like, um, since you staffed before, like, it's, we just want to say, like, if you could pass this on to people, it's been run, like, really well. Like, just the organization and all that stuff. Um, compared to, from this year to last year, like, what was just the difference in terms of, like, hotel? Is this, like, better more organized like um yeah i feel like organized wise space wise this has been like a big improvement um even with last year's space or uh, the last couple of years um this is my third one helping out even even though it was smaller it still ran smoothly like no one was ever like you never feel like you were like you know in a sense bumper to bumper with people yeah like everything just moves smoothly and everything um you know, even if like you know, like the fire alarms went off on Friday, <laughs> everything would still run smoothly because the staff knows what to do, where to go. Yeah, so, yeah, it's yeah, just it's it's really well done. Yeah, so, so it's yeah. like every, every year it's just like you know they always review what's what can be done differently and all of that, and yeah, everything's been changed well. Nice. Yeah. Again, yeah, just our compliments to the crew running the show, like they. Pull up the seat. Absolutely nailed it, and we are proud to say, like, we'll be back. Like, yeah. we love this show. After one year, we love this show, and we're ready to come back and do it again. I, I think it was like hour three we were here, and I'm yeah. like, this is great. <laughs> like, I, like I, I, you weren't here for this story earlier, but I said it restored my faith in uh, Ranger conventions after the, the debacle of PMC last year. But like, no, again, yeah, just, just the higher ups need to know that like they run a tight ship, and we appreciate it because it makes our experience that much smoother. And for that, we're, we're really grateful. And I think that's what makes it run smoothly. Just like you know. It, 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the fact is, just like the, what's great about this is like you do get that more intimate interaction with the guests and stuff. I mean, um, I can't pronounce his name well, but uh, Jungle Fury Blue and stuff. He actually applied. Like, uh, Al Elgin. Yeah, Elgin. Yeah, like it was kind of funny. Like at one point, he just got on top of his uh, his chair and he was like, "Hey, I'm sorry, guys. I just like to talk. I want to hear. I want to talk to all of you." Like. Yeah, yeah. We we were there for that, yeah, and was, like, yeah. you know, I think that's what makes this one great and stuff it's like you know you don't feel you don't feel rushed like oh i have to go get this i have to go get that like no you know you don't feel like you have to run like from one end to the other like just like a three-minute walk of anything but that, that's been like the running theme like the first day i was like in pmc mode like thinking oh god we gotta get the exclusive we gotta rush we gotta go 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 yeah. and um, it it just wasn't like that saturday morning we woke up and we're, like, okay, we're gonna get down to the convention hall probably about like 10 o'clock so we'll be you know pretty close to the line when they start we need to get the exclusives or whatever no and it's then, just you like, walk up we, at 9 30 shuki texted and he's like hey guys look what i got and we have the pin and we're like oh no there's someone we gotta go now we gotta go now <laughs> we like we bolted out of the hotel room we speed walked down we're like okay we gotta get there we gotta get there and we show up and there's no line and they still have like most of the pins and we're just like oh okay yeah. One pin, please. <laughs> <laughs> you forget how simple it can be when you experience how convoluted it is in other places. Yeah, yeah. So. I know. I think I got the pins like like late Friday night. Like, oh, I'm here. Let me go get them. The only thing I missed was the John Two exclusive shirt. Oh yeah. Friday, I, I am sad I missed out on that too. That's a good design. And then even with the the figure, like it was like, yeah, it's a nice little gimmick and stuff like that. Um, they didn't have it yesterday. They were like, oh, here, um, we want the figure. Just write your name. We'll call you when it's here. And literally yesterday afternoon, like I was like, I didn't recognize the number. I'm like, hello. Like, oh, hey, uh, we got the figure. Do you want it? <laughs> and I came in. It was right there. It's it's just so simple. Yeah. yeah. All right, Sean. All right, I'm Sean, aka Orange Ranger. Uh, this is my first Ranger stop. What's that? She said, "Hi, Sean. Hi. Hi. Yeah, Sean. we did. Yeah. We joke. We started. You the joke. finished yeah, the joke. <laughs> I mean, if it's anything, I'm kind of a counselor at a hospital. So. Oh, well. <laughs> you can run the session. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this is my first Ranger stop, and PMC last year was my first Ranger convention, hmm. uh, actually. And just echoing everybody else, the organization's been night and day." Uh, something I hadn't heard mentioned just really got to me was at PMC the whole debacle with the prom where at the prom and panels and like is that even going to happen there's no communication with the venue like when do we need to be out and nobody knows what's going on and this has just gone very smoothly there's been no issues uh, it's been a wonderful experience mm -hmm. I've, and I've really enjoyed it personally nice. did you do everything that you wanted to do oh yeah yeah you know I've, I've met some of the ranger actors which was nice and the merch hall was really great yeah. i enjoyed that i i do agree that it could be a little bit bigger but like you were saying with the future proofing of the convention i feel like this is a space where they will be able to expand you know as the convention grows and yeah yeah just definitely had a great time and gotten to do everything i wanted absolutely all right. Hi, my name's Rosano. Hello. Rosano. Hi, Rosano. This is my first Ranger stop. Power Morphicon Express actually was my first Ranger convention. Nice. Uh, I do prefer this one. Uh, they're about the same size, but I, like you guys all said, the way they've been functioning, even when guests canceled throughout the process of us getting here, 
they replaced him in like a week and not saying replace as in oh we need to find someone new but they made sure that the fans were getting their money's worth with people coming uh it was unfortunate that christian canceled the day of but because i'm sure they would have got someone to turn around that fast but uh this being my second ranger convention i made it wanted to focus on meeting other fans and intera- interacting with us yeah. more than the rangers i've talked to a lot of rangers but meeting the people here that are here to see the people has been the big part of why i enjoyed this trip and that's pretty much been the running theme whenever we talk about this it's like we come here for like the friends and the oh, people yeah. that we've seen all the time and and it's great to meet new people so thank thank you for coming out yeah absolutely it's always good to you know like you said, have that experience of meeting with other fans and seeing what brings them out to the show and, you know, finding that common ground of like, man, I really love that season. Oh, you love that season? I love that season too. Or, you know, liking a certain actor or, or you know, a certain, I don't know, Megazord. Like anything you can bond over in the fandom, I think that's what we need. We need more positivity in the fandom because you just get so much negativity online. Twitter is just a minefield. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, these paint apps are not right. I don't care for it. But, but, but that's the difference, like, with the online fandom and, and just, you know, all of that kind of just goes away when you're, like, face-to-face with people yeah. and just hanging out, so. And then... Hey, Craig. Hello, my name's Craig. So this is actually my fourth Power Ranger convention, now that I think about it. I was at PMC 5, 6... And Express. And this, the biggest thing that I took away from it, I think, like, positive differences from everything else was the program. Having something that you can open up has every guest price, every panel, every photo op, and everything was actually accurate. It was a huge plus to be able to pull that out of your pocket and just reference that for anything and everything that you needed. PMC last year, I know a lot of people had issues I was like platinum and I was a part of the field trip disaster where it didn't end up coming, but I didn't have to wait in the line because we got this little coin that made it like, so we didn't have to wait outside for hours after. So I wasn't too disgruntled by that, but I definitely see that this has much more organization and I'll be at PMC again, of course, just because of how big it is and the people I'm friends with that I'll be meeting up with there. But in terms of here, the fact that they got all the unique guests, that's, I think, what kept me from coming to Ranger Stop in the past, was just, do I need to meet the same people over and mm. over? And it's a Power Ranger con, but as soon as I saw Glenn McMillan, Algin, all the Mystic Force people, John Tui, he's one of them, but I'll say specifically John Tui, I was like, I have to get down there this year. This is yeah, All right, John Tui. <laughs> No, I was like happy for you when I oh. saw that he was announced. I was like, here we go. This is great. I was just like on the fan of synonymous in the I'm I'm just it, it was it was great. It was great. I've talked enough about that. Liz 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 Oh, hi. <laughs> Come talk, speak your piece. Hi, my name's Liz. Hi Liz. Thank you. I'm from St. Louis, by the way. Whoa. And the YouTubes. So what? So Ranger Stop, why am I absolutely loving this right now? Yeah. Uh, I've eaten Wawa like three days in a row. <laughs> I got a big... This podcast got, sponsored by Wawa. Wawa. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, if only. By Wawa. I, uh, I've eaten a McPizza. Like, this is amazing, right? Um, no, mostly like 
the rooms were cheaper. Like, I liked the, <laughs> the fact that the guest list is, a, like, it's smaller. There isn't 105 readers to choose from. Yeah. It makes it a little better. But just the fact they got Mystic Force on, these panels have been amazing. I've never heard these stories before. No How many has. stories has... <laughs> You know, we've all kind of heard the Mighty Morphin ones over the years, going to the panels. You kind of hear the stories already. But these are just, this is a brand new, fresh experience, the whole thing. And the rooms are cheaper, plenty of room for activities and people to just sit on your floor. Uh, I'm I'm having an absolute blast. I hope I come here every year. Yeah. I I agree. Like, Like you said, just one time here, that's enough to make me say, yeah, I'm ready to come back every year. Because of how smoothly it's run, the centralized location, like we're, so, we're already planning it. It's for like, those yeah. of you, for those of you who maybe you know didn't attend Ranger Stop or, or haven't even looked at anything to do with Ranger Stop, yes, it's in a hotel, but the hotel isn't like a typical hotel. This hotel is more like a college campus. Yeah, like it's, it's a resort. It's, yeah, it's a resort, and it's nice. it's very nice. And so, but it's also located. Basically, in the center of a big business district, where you have multiple restaurants in walking distance, you have multiple convenience stores in walking distance. You have—it's yeah. not like it was, you know, when we went to PMC, and it's just like, man, I want to go get something from the store. Oh, the store's, a, you know, ten-minute walk. You know, yeah, everything was traffic. just like if if you're going to get something, it's an ordeal. Yeah, and I, here it's like. Oh, I can pop in and get some coffee and then be back in time for a panel. I remember in Anaheim when I got there, I'm like, all right, I need to like go to Walgreens and get like some cereal milk and snacks and stuff for the room. I'm going to be here for like four days. And I'm like, okay, the Walgreens is not too far. Okay. <laughs> and like you have to cut through, you have to like go around the hotel, cut through a parking lot. They go down this street and then over there and like, oh, there's the Walgreens. Yeah. And then of course you get like, like a six pack of bottles and like milk. You have to lug all that <laughs> back there, back there, back through the parking lot, back around the hotel. I'm like, okay, that sucks. Yeah, if you're going uh, shopping at the Walgreens at PMC, you might want to pack a Pasa, wagon with Pasa you. Pasadena, <laughs> Pasa, yeah, do that. <laughs> Pasadena, I think, was worse. Uh, yeah. The the only reason the the only thing is that just big gigantic restaurant mall ish yeah, area. Yeah, that, that's convenient yeah. in Pasadena. But the 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 only reason I didn't have a problem with Pasadena was because the Sheridan had a shuttle that took me to Target, and I got everything at Target and then got picked up by the shuttle, so I didn't have to lug it anywhere. So it was convenient for <laughs> that. But yeah, the the whole like if you forget something, it's like oh, I can just pop up this door and Walgreens is right there. Yeah, and it's super convenient. Remember, we went to that pizza place in Boston, and the shuttle like took us there, no problem. But we had to wait for a while for him to be there, and then when we had to call the convert to come get us. We sat outside for like half an hour. Waiting. Yeah, that oh, sucks. <laughs> Anyways, we're just saying Ranger Stop is really freaking awesome. Uh, so. I think we're just we're gonna wrap it up because the convention starts in a half hour. Um, I want to thank everyone for coming out and just hanging out with us and recording this. It's and been nice, low key, chill. I like it. Yeah, yeah, this is great. That's just this convention is low key. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Can't stop, won't stop, Ranger stop. We're getting shirts made. That's it. Yep. I did hear from one of the, the newer <laughs> guests that they said, like, yeah, I'm definitely coming back. 
Nice. So like, is that guest John Tui? <laughs> yes. We're next year. You should move to Florida. No way. So, yeah, so uh, <laughs> uh, this is going to, this has been our Ranger Stop uh, coverage. We're just going to enjoy the rest of Sunday and yeah, we're, uh, we're going to enjoy the John Tui experience. Well, I am. <laughs> so yeah, we know you're going to enjoy the John Tui experience. All right. So everyone, thank you and go to Ranger Stop. All right. Bye. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. John Tui. Thank you very much. And, and uh, fate has it that we are all here today enjoying each other's company. Um, yeah, Brandon reached out. I, I'm a person that operates on my mood and my feelings, and I try to be truthful to that. And uh, yeah, I'm an old type of guy. A handshake and your word means a lot to me. And I've let a lot of people down. I'm not perfect. So I try to keep trying to keep my word. And um, yeah, I said to make make it happen, and I'll, I'll be over there. I was, <clears throat> I still haven't signed the contract, because I had a movie that I was, I thought I was going to be part of um, this year, and uh, that fell through. And I don't care. I'm exactly where I am. I should be right now in this moment. So thank you for coming in. Not only a consummate professional, but I you speak from the heart at all times. Uh, at least since I've met you, and I've been really lucky to know you these past few days. And uh, of, uh, there's a lot of people and a lot of fandoms. And, and you uh, told me the other day in front of the audience that you wanted to kill Ferris. You guys heard that? I um, I was talking to your close personal friend Roman Reigns, and he said that. Uh, but no, uh, really, really though, uh, the, the amazing thing is you are true to that. And, and you said that you're at movie premieres uh, for like Hoffman Show. Somebody calls out, oh, Solaris Knight, you're there. You're, you remember the fans, and, you, and, uh, and I think that uh, this fandom is lucky to have you uh, stepping into the fold of it, if you will. I know you have done cons, and I'm glad you're doing this one. Uh, it's been an awesome experience, guys. And uh, I apologize twice for showing up late. Uh, Florida has a very strong salsa community here. Well, I get a crack two nights in a row. Yeah. It'll get you. Nonetheless, my wife always says, just be in the moment. We miss you. You know, I'm a family man. Uh, I hope I've led, led with that. You know, um, I've seen this industry um, from all three sides, you know, as, a, as an actor, uh, as a student, and um, just as a person who's out there getting these great opportunities to do uh, movies. I love what I do, guys, you know, and uh, Power Rangers gave me my first break, my first break in, in, in my career. Um, when I left drama school, <clears throat> I, was, uh, I ended up being a painter for a year, and I, I did a lot of auditions and the doors just keep closing. And, you know, for us that were at the memorial for poor, and uh, mental health came up, and I'm just, you know, it's it's amazing how people don't know how much they can affect you. And as an actor, 
you know, you're told you're not good enough, you're not good looking enough, you're, you're too big, you know, you're too old. Uh, and it can wear you down. But I truly believe that if you're passionate about something, most people I know that are working at the moment are doing what they've dreamed of doing, you know? They, they're just turning the wheels, paying bills. Um, for me, I, I don't see myself doing anything else. Um, and my first break, like I said, Disney gave me that role of a lifetime, and that was playing Doggy and Lewis Kruger. Um, and all my theatre training went into this character, and people come and thank you for coming up to the booth, being patient, standing in the lines. I based them on general pattern. Mm-hmm. It was a general for me. Um, and I don't know if you're familiar with the story, but I kept them regal and I kept them very militant until he found out that his wife, Asinia, was alive. And then I tried to make them more human. And some of the hardest things about being in that dog suit was trying to give my character a soul, and I'm not seeing them. And I always felt like, uh, yeah, I, I, I felt like as an actor that I should be seen, you know, so that they convey the emotions across. But I was, uh, it, it came down to the, the orchestra, and then when I say the orchestra, how everybody plays their part. So it was the mechanics working the eyes. I saw the head, and I was like, man, how is this going to work? Because Power Rangers, the mentors, are always in human form, in some way, form or fashion, with babies and prosthetics. But I was behind this veil, and I had to make him walk and look a certain way. And I keep telling people, like, uh, yeah, it wasn't easy. But I never, I never complained. I was, uh, I was grateful, man, to, to try to bring this character to life. And uh, yeah, everyone he's bringing up. Catching on fire. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. smoke coming out of the eyes. Oh man, I'm sitting there. So it takes 20 minutes to get into the costume, and I'm sitting there, and then I hear this like, spark, and I'm like, <laughs> like you can't touch it, man. I, I'm wearing these, like you uh, literally couldn't get could. your arms to touch it. Yeah, it was a uh, 15 kilo head. I was at 30 pounds in your culture. Um, 30 pounds. Uh, I could only see through the, the mouth. <laughs> And so, uh, you know, and the, the guys crack me up because they're like doing the facials while they're controlling the mouth and the eyes. And I'm like, what's going on? What's going on? And I do, the, I actually read the lines in the costume and I had to yell them so the actors could respond to it. Oh. And then we go to ADR. <coughs> and then we go to ADR and uh, do, do the recording, audio recording then. But I'm in that moment. So it, I, I was pretty much responsible for everything. Anyway. The fire. So there, <laughs> and, and the electrical wiring malfunctions uh, at the back. And I'm sitting there like, you know, I've just felt like the hot patch. Like someone just put a little hot iron on my shoulder. And I'm sitting there like, that's all in my mind. Being in that costume, I've been sitting there for hours uh, with no ventilation, just sweat, man. Like it's, it was hot. Middle of summer in New Zealand. So when the, when the, the electrical wiring went off, Smoke started to creep up and fill the, the helmet, and you can't do nothing. It's like if you're a motorcycle, got a motorcycle helmet, and a bee is in the visor. You know how hard? What are you doing? <laughs> Just looking at it. And the smoke comes up, and I'm like, oh man. And I'm sitting here going, man, is it burning? And then everyone's looking at me and said, Dr. Kruger, you look like you just had a, a cigarette. <laughs> 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 and everyone starts panicking. And I'm just feeling this heat patch back there. Oh, yeah. And they're, all, and they're running, they're panicking outside, looking through the wires. Mate, it's all right, calm down. And they're doing, well, are you running around? Right? <laughs> <laughs> so I had to evacuate the building. <laughs> <laughs> right, the conversation I had with myself was like, 
I've worked with some real divas in my life. Yeah. I've been around some big personalities, some very wealthy people, and with that comes a lot of arrogance yeah. in their wealth. A lot of, uh, uh, I can feel how, how you know, wealth can create arrogance. Yeah. And um, I didn't want them to panic and then look at the contract and say, hey, do we have to pay him? I said, dude, just put it out and let's finish this. I'm fine. <coughs> I've got a little rash in the back, but she's all right. And that, that stuck with them. So when this opportunity came around, and I was overweight at the time, you know, I started uh, getting comfortable, made a lot of money, started eating out more, <laughs> as you do. Uh, they said, uh, we want you to play this role, but how could you play it differently? And I based this character on um, uh, Russell Crowe's performance as Maximus in Gladiator. Yeah, and that's, so as an actor, I like to look at a base. And uh, I'll go try and imitate the performance, but I look for an inspiration marker. And um, yeah, it's a large one. And that's you know, playing. But yeah, that was the, the hot wire incident. That was one thing I was going to ask about that. Uh, getting Solaris Knight afterwards, was there, was it just, John, you were so good last time we wanted to give this to you, or was it another audition? Or was it another full experience of you saying, I need another gig? Well, I auditioned for it, like everybody else. And um, I just wanted to say, for me, I, I felt incomplete as an actor. Like I played uh, Sergeant Silverback, um, no, I as I did. My name is Sergeant Silverback. Woo! <laughs> 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 the hardest, meanest, most fearsome teacher you ever had. Am I clear? So you Sorry, talked a, you talked a bit about finding your uh, performance and basing uh, Kruger off of Patton. The voice is what I'm interested in because the voice is stern but also warm, yeah. fatherly but also with authority. How did you find that voice? Yeah, I, I, people always ask me what's the formula for success in this industry. I'm just like, there's no I can't give you a formula, but preparation, being prepared, and like I tell, I tell people, and this thing sounds really heavy, but. Like, Love yourself, accept yourself, own yourself. You know what I mean? Like, don't seek validation in the other. I was a father. I just had my, 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 my oldest son, I was married. I don't know, my instincts to protect and provide as a father. Doggy Kruger had that with his cadets. <coughs> Firm, hard love, you know? And like I said, as soon as he, I felt Doggy Kruger, Kruger's character was, you can't just make him militant. Not given a soul, man. He's still. It's important because when you're caring for others, there has to be a quality of wisdom and, and leadership. And I just I used myself. I'm the oldest of nine siblings. 
uh, uh, five sisters and three other brothers um, that came into play. And, you know, I grew up in a, a rugby background in New Zealand, and I also loved acting. And the two, I had, like, you know, the jocks were in mocking me while I was doing Shakespeare in the school hall. Sorry, kids. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, kids. Sorry, love. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I truly believe that every actor, when they do a performance, invests some of themselves in the performance. You know, there's some you carry qualities that, and then for me, I just highlighted it. So, Kruger, for me, I cared for these five, you know. I, I loved them, hard love. When he found out his wife was alive, uh, I felt that the character arc changed because then he didn't have to carry that guilt that he let his wife be killed and she was alive. So I tried to make it more human near the end, more relatable. So if you look at the series, he, Doggy Kruger would actually crack, crack a few jokes, you know? He had humor. He was more lightened. I'll show you a story. We had a shot. So after, we had a shot where they were filming Doggy Kruger and he would talk about the origins of his planet and how they all got wiped out. And how he felt he failed to protect the woman he loved, you know? Like in Braveheart, he couldn't protect her no matter what he did. But the vengeance after that was harsh. The man was hardened by that experience. Um, when they flipped it around, I came out of the dog's head and I told the story again. Because when I was in the dog's head, I felt I gave a performance for me that was worthy. It was one of my best performances. I was crying in that moment, and I'm in the dog's head, and no one will ever do You know what I'm saying? It's like doing theater. You, you, you do a great performance, the audience applauds, but it was never recorded. It's gone forever. And one of my best performances was in that dog's head, telling these cadets how I loved them, and I will never let them down, but they need to just trust me in my process, and I will protect them, and they're going to be great power angels. I was crying when I talked about my wife in the dog's head. It was emotional. Um, you know, probably one of my best performances. You know what I mean? I, mean, I emptied the tank, man. I emptied the cup. I poured my soul into every character I play because I wanted to be real. I leave a bit of myself in it. Borderline schizophrenia sometimes, but at the same time, you have to know that it's just fun. I love being part of this fantasy world. Once a ranger. Always a ranger. There he is! We did him in the building! Oh no! That's what I do, man! That's what I do, man! You guys are cojones, man! Sorry, I'd like that there for a second. Can you have a question? Yeah. <laughs> 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 there we go. Who's next? Let's turn in the front row now. You quarterback this thing. Yeah. I'll let you do your trail. Let's bring that back. We'll start right in the front row, and then we'll go here, here, and here, so you don't have to put your hands up. Here you go. How do you, like, always go from, like, a panel to your table and then to a photo office back to your table? This is my first with this franchise. And I'm enjoying it. Thank you. I see you waiting, and it matters to me. Like I said, I've worked with a lot of divas and some really unappreciative celebrities out there that don't acknowledge their fan base. This is my way of saying 
I recognize you, I see you, and I'm grateful to be here. Costume, I had to, I had to make him, make a, I had to find his walk. So I kept saying people, I was wearing massive like ski boots, mm-hmm. you know, and they shaped them as tours. And then I had like uh, football uh, shoulder pads on, and then they put this leather jacket on, and then the head was the last thing that we went into. So I had to find how the man walked. I didn't want to, but I wanted him to, I wanted him to be animalistic as well, because he growled. It's funny because like you see the guys. One guy controls the eyes, so he's he's doing that, and I can see them. And so I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm not laugh, you know. And then the dude who does the mouth, I got, he's like this. Because they're in it. They're, they're trying to, you know. It's funny. Um, I love Insidia, Doggy Kruger, over and out. Children in the building. Did you give him? I told you I wanted to give him a drink. No, that's nice. I'm going to get you a drink. It's Rod's place. 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 Rod's Turning, because that's how I, 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 it was hard to just, oh, hey, like, I've got nothing on me, but my knees were stiff, so it was hard to turn. In the beginning, I was like, I am Dougie. I was like, I'm going to be found out, because it was risky then making the lead mentor a puppet, you know what I mean? Mechanical puppet. So I, just, I did a Shakespearean swivel. You'll see it a lot, man, with the capers, and I'll be like, uh, Kruger, I'm going to master it, man. You should see it. I swivel the over here. Again, yeah, I found, I found the robot. Yeah, that's. Is that helping you? Is that? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hi there, John. Thanks again for coming. Appreciate it. This actually kind of ties into that question, talking about the voice. You had mentioned a little bit about doing ADR and voice work. Yeah, I, I, I was more relaxed. Can you just talk a little bit about the process and maybe some of the challenges of taking a character that you perform in live action and then translating that into voice work when you're applying it like over battle footage? Man, it's um, energy. The Power Ranger world is is, is heightened. Yeah, solar cell morphers. Like, yeah. It's like I come in and I'm on crack straight away. The energy has to be cut. And I've come in, I'm tired, I've been up all night, I've been up all night, I've been twins, i come in tired, and I'm like, oh. Ranger, more! <laughs> I mastered how to just, 
But yeah, you, 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 for me, sometimes I'll do like five burpees just to give, you know, if it's a fight seat and you're constantly doing it, yeah, yeah. So I'll do like some burpees and I'm like, so I'm breathing heavily. I do a lot of voice work, so I know what it takes for me to be convincing when you hear it. Otherwise, you can tell if it's in the booth or not, you know? Right. Bad voiceovers. And, you know, for as awesome as the series is, like, I can hear when it's not truly connected, you know what I mean? And it's just a voice with the stunties doing their stuff. But I have to honor the stunties and all their hard work. Because these Japanese stuntmen were wrong to work with. They never complain, you know? Like, I was talking with men before, the stuntie breaks his foot. In their Japanese culture, he's apologizing. Oh, sorry. You know, and I said, damn, you just bring it here to apologize, bro. <laughs> Man, yeah, it was awesome. Um, but yeah, energy. In the, in the range world. And it's interesting, there was uh, some part of the storyline, um, I remember them telling me to tone it down because it's too deep, this is for children, you know? So it's a, it's, if you've got a good director and they give you good direction, that collaboration can work, you know? I've worked with some directors, they don't even know what, they're, they're just about the picture. Mm-hmm. And then you've got to fill in the gaps. It's like, I have to know all the answers about Bobby Kruger, and I can't. Show it because I'm in this mask. It's a, it was a, yeah, yeah. and I was claustrophobic. Did I forget? Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, man, I'm not putting a head on. And Greg was like, dude, you can't. And I, was like, I thought it was a new prosthetic. Greg was put the head on. And when that put it on, I was sitting there like, oh man, I can't do that. And then I saw the chick, and I thought, I oh, keep it on, it's alright. <laughs> I'll make this happen. Nah, yeah. And that's another thing. John Tui as the actor was like, I'm not working. I'm, I'm going to be part of a universal... I felt like I was going to be part of something special, so I couldn't complain. I wasn't going to look back and say I never applied myself 100%. In this industry, man, you're going to be told a lot of doors will close in your face, but you have to have the belief in yourself that just you're enough because you are. You still try to be like anyone else. Just be you, man. Hi, John. Uh, just wondering if you're aware of how far the character of Doggy Kruger has gone on in the video games yeah, and the, com- the, the comic book. And, and the comic book, I Shadow Room. I wish they had oh, reached yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, there's only so much... You couldn't watch Lion King without having James Earl Jones do the Mufasa's voice. Exactly. For us, the nostalgia, the oldies, to make that connection. Um, I would have loved to voice that again. And not for the money, just for the, he's my character. Yeah. yeah but he just played such a huge role in, in the comic books, too. Yeah. Last I appreciate that. Like, I'm, you guys have taught me more about my character than I ever knew. Because... At the time, we go in, we sit down, we have these table reads, and we read the storyline, and we're like, you know, um, okay, so I'm working on this, and this. And people say, what episode do you like the most? And I go, it's hard, because we shot out of sync. We never shot anything chronologically. So we'll shoot a scene from episode one, another scene from episode four, and so in my mind, I had to already know the journey, and then apply myself to that journey. I couldn't think far ahead. I, yeah, it was, and then it was good because I always loved to watch the rushes to, for me as the actor to critique myself and go, oh damn, I, I could have done this better, I could have done it. Because it, you just, my job is to just tell the story. 
it's not about me, you know, I'm just a player in this tale, and I have to tell the story, from beginning to end, and then bow after that, and then let it go, like, but I'm, I love this world, and the past three days for me have been intoxicating in terms of being immersed back in this world, and then I start to go, I'm, I'm remembering my first break, because my first break, this changed my life, this meeting, and then it showed in New Zealand. Like, I, I, was, I was walking around the streets and I felt good not being recognized. And then I come to LA and I'm like, dude, you're a power ranger. I'm like, whoa. Because <laughs> you guys, it, it is not about right or wrong. We're different. Like, uh, you guys support your celebrities way different, man. Like, good old America, everything's so it's hardcore, don't go at home. You know, like, yeah. and being part of this ranger world, like, changed my life forever. So my career wouldn't have taken off at all. I wouldn't have been seen internationally if it wasn't for uh, the power angels. And like I said, and I don't stop people, my great-grandchildren will always remember that their great-grandfather was a power ranger. Thank you. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. Shaw, did you have like a starstruck? I look way better than the way. Oh man, he was he's phenomenal. <laughs> he's phenomenal. He's everything I had expected a action star to be. Finish the question before I talk about you again. <laughs> did you have a starstruck moment working with The Rock? Always. But I can't play fanboy when I'm working with I see I'm an artist, I'm an actor. It's for me to pull a phone out and Forgive my expression, hug nuts, like it, it will lower my status as a person. You know what I'm saying? Like when I hang out with Liam Neeson, in my mind I wanted to pull the phone out and capture that moment so I could share it because I was like, nah, I'm going to be here. I'm John Tui. I have the right to be here. I'm having a beer with him. I'm talking to him. I'm chilling out with Liam Neeson. And now I wish I'd take, I've got a few photos with him, but yeah. Seeing Rihanna for the first time. Everybody wants to know. No, I declined all of her responses. I know how y'all get with your editing. Nah, she never made me Um, I don't worship celebrities. Worship only goes to one. Whatever your belief is, respect. Uh, they're people. They sweat. They go to the bathroom. They do all that. I think society and uh, uh, status. You know. So if you tell me, don't chase com- likes and comments. You're crazy. You need that validation. I need that validation. No, man. Just, just be in the moment. The, when I'm around celebrities, yes, I am starstruck. But I'm more grateful than I am anything else that I'm here and I'm writing my legacy. I'm living my life. And I don't want to be better than anybody else. I want my work to speak for itself. I love this craft. I love what I do. I went to university to study being an actor so I could be taken seriously. I'm Shakespeare. I do Shakespeare. I'm classically trained. For I shall not yield to kiss the ground before young Malcolm's feet and to be baited with a rebel's curse. And though Burnham would do come to Dunsinane, thou opposed, being of no woman born. Yet I try the last before my body I throw a warlike shield. Lay on, Macduff! 
and damned be him who first cries, hold, enough, Macbeth. One of my favorite plays ever. So we established last night, we uh, both are fellow ruggers. What happened last night stays last night, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> we, we are both fellow rugby players in yes. our so um, actually before I get to that question, personally, uh, with Daggeron, you were probably the, definitely the first that I can remember, at least the first one that comes to my mind, I think of larger individuals playing Power Rangers. <laughs> because I've been noticing, you know, a lot of Rangers are not built like us. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, just for me personally, seeing a larger person get in the, you know, at least... Oh, big is beautiful too. Yeah. This world's got you hating yourself. No, I don't hate myself. No, 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 but I mean, like, they want us to be thin. They want us to look a certain way every time. I want my daughter comes to me and says, Daddy, am I, am I okay? I start to cry, my baby, you're not. Just don't be obsessive about it. Just love you, baby. Yep. Okay. So, <clears throat> what's, uh, what are some of your best rugby stories? Because <laughs> we're both uh, playing pro I was. Well, I was shooting the Hobbit, and I uh, worked with a back I won't mention names, and um, the person hurt themselves, because uh, we rehearsed the thing, and rehearsal was important, especially when doing stunts. The person complained, and uh, this is where, you know, Peter Jackson is the, the master director. He calls me, he's just like, so uh, my sons at the time, they, they, they were, uh, I was coaching their under six-year-old, when you watch six-year-olds playing a violent sport like rugby, they're trying to take each other's heads off. So it's like they're so young and cute, they're being real violent. But I told I told Peter how my, my son, they were playing the grand final. He uh, he fractured his wrist. He's six years old. And I said to him, "I'm gonna pull you off, son." And he's like, "No, nah, daddy, I don't want to let the team down. It was hit me here." And he, when he made me tell that story, the person who was complaining just shook off that complaint, and then we carried on about. Rugby to me is um, it's a tour of football. It's like you learn a lot about yourself, your fears. It's like outrageous. You fight the bully. No matter what you go through in life, you, you just have to fight for your life. You gotta fight. Rugby tour. So you mentioned Rihanna earlier. Do you have any good stories or stories that you can share from that battleship? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so I went there early to learn how to drive a Navy rib boat, you know, it's because I had these two, I had Taylor Kitch, who was on his rise from Friday Night Lights. Uh, he, you know, he did the John Carter, uh, he was on Savages. Um, I had him on the boat and I had to drive him and Rihanna. We had these scenes out when we spot the alien ship where I, so I put their lives in my hands. So we went through some military training, uh, naked training, and I had to learn how to drive this room. And um, honestly, man, it was scary because I was saying, yes, no, no, I've got this, I've got this. And they were teaching it to me, but my insecurities started coming, doubt. You know what I mean? So well, I was there two weeks, so I was practicing, practicing, and then Rihanna comes on set. 
then this is where we'll talk about being starstruck. And even though I said I don't uh, show my fame, I'm a fan. But like I said, I don't want to show that because it lowers my status. Because it's her first movie. And I've done a few. I've been on TV, you know? So even though she's the biggest star, but she's in my craft. Mm-hmm. So she came on set, and it's funny because the. Just the hype, man. This girl was like 22 at the time, you know, and like she was, she just released a song with Eminem. She was, she was the one. She was that famous. Paparazzi were like staying at the distance where they should be. Long um, lens cameras taking uh, photos and pictures. And she came on. We we're on this rip boat where we we're shooting. And I don't know if you have these moments, but I have a lot of them. So I was uh, standing there in my navy uniform, and everyone's like. Rihanna's coming on set, I'm sitting there like, push in, push in. And she comes on and she's got like people following her and there's just this energy when someone, a big superstar walks into the room, right? And I'm standing by this green and I'm stuck there, we're getting ready to go on the road, but, and she comes and she's getting mic'd and she's standing there and she's looking around and I'm like, act natural, act natural, act natural. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, I'm, it takes me to act natural, I'm standing there. And she looks over and she's like, get away. And she starts walking over and as she's walking over, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> she's like, hi, are you too? And I was like, hey man, how's it going? And I kissed this, it's a Polynesian thing. I mean, a lot of you I know invaded your personal space. <laughs> <laughs> uh, lately, but a Polynesian thing is like, when we meet women, we kiss, we, like Italian men, we kiss, we, we kiss. So I let up, I grabbed her and I was like, hey Rihanna, I'm so, so happy to work with you. And like, you know ducks? When they're floating on water, they're just like that, but underneath the legs are like, there's no sun, I was just like, you know, get, get rid of kiss. I stepped step back and I was just talking to myself, be natural, just be you, John, you are enough, you are. <laughs> <laughs> the vibe of this woman. And she walks off, and I remember like the crew and everybody pretending to work, because everybody's yeah. <laughs> And the crew walks past me and he's like, dude, did you just kiss Rihanna? <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're with it. But yeah, I was um, taken. But then after about, we were on this thing for like 12 hours filming. So we're just on this boat, hanging out and talking. And she's just your average girl. Like, she reminds me of my sister, you know? And I've got sisters her age. And I was just doing the math psychologically in my mind to just be like, just talk to her. You know? Don't. Don't, it's easy to get flustered. So when some people, I met some people here, and I'm so grateful that they're uh, speechless, but I'm like, just breathe, find the words. It's happening, I'm here. (laughs) 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 Just relax, I'm I'm grateful to be here. And I hope you guys felt that energy from me. I don't want you to feel like uh, I was better than you. I think we're all part of an extended family. I just happen to be uh, a ranger. (laughs) Thank you. I was more. Let me finish. Sorry, I was more um, in awe of Liam Neeson because he does sound that way. He sounds that way, and he's tall as almost the way. Um, we were sitting down in the green room, and while everybody was acting on stage, I went and picked up my chair with John Tui on it. 
Hey, good to meet you. I actually have two questions for you. Yes. First off, when you started playing Sergeant Silverback, how did you feel about having that kind of playing that kind of character? How did that connect it was with the Rangers? Refreshing for me, isn't it? Because I, I, it's not about being seen, but I, I want to show off that I can act. So when they were looking at the cast, I must have plan. And then I based Sergeant Silverback on Lee Hermes' performance on Full Metal Jacket. Yeah. You know, Lee yeah. Hermes was that drill instructor, Southern hard drill instructor. Um, and I love to play. And then I, I had to find, I didn't want to just make him look like a gorilla, so I tried to, this is a species of, of life that, you know, happened to be his planet, are all gorillas. So I tried, it was hard because the prosthetics didn't move. It was hard, you know, so this, Part that was out there was like Planet of the Apes, though. Tim Burton's Planet of the Apes. Have you guys seen that? Well, then the mm -hmm. were similar to that, but you couldn't see them. So I had to really highlight how my mouth moved so the prosthetics were moved. Yeah. Whatever it took for me to make him work and to make the character come to life, I'm, I'm about that life, man. Yeah, and mm. I told you this the first time we met, but how do you feel now about Commander Kruger now being the Supreme Commander of SPD headquarters after Fowler Birdie's retirement? Proud. And you know, if I could put the, the helmet back on, I would. Because I, in hindsight, now that I've had a flush career and working with people, and I'm more confident with myself, I would love to do in the suit one more time and deliver performances. Yeah, and you did in Soul of the Dragon as well. Like your character appeared in one panel. Wow, thank you. You guys blew me away, man. It's a great night. Uh, uh, it's an audience always Season, there is a trait, and you know what I mean. Like red rain, like 
if I don't see the same trait that I saw in Red Ranger 10 years ago in this Ranger, I'm not going to be connected to it. And Red Ranger and Blue usually go through that struggle of going through hardship and then reinventing themselves and overcoming you know, trials and tributes. That's what the Ranger, some of the stories blow my mind. They're epic, they're epic, you know what I mean? I was really impressed with some of the writing. My process was, uh, like I said, I based them on Russell Crowe. I liked the story and I liked the way he performed and I made him sound Kiwi. Um, and it was interesting because when I was watching it, it was like, you see this big Polynesian man and he, he sounds totally different from what's expected. Being unpredictable is always attractive and being predictable. It's the mystery. Like if you're showing me, how about that? If you're showing me too much, I'd rather, the mystery is more attractive to me than the total reveal. Because it keeps me thinking, I want more. I want to peer around. You know, don't show me any there. Like, does that make sense? You want to see more? You, you find the truth of it and make yourself happy with that. <laughs> Because I think I just lost myself too. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the core of what I'm trying to say, I like the mystery more than the reveal. <laughs> trying to find the words to myself. <clears throat> okay, well, my question is, uh, do you think that uh, you being the, the first sort of Polynesian uh, actor to portray like a, like a, in the Power Rangers role, do you think that that, that made poor poor was? And I and I, I felt um, when I came into the world, I was like grateful to be there. And I was like, I, I I don't know, and I need you guys to straighten me out on this because I didn't Wikipedia myself, but somebody said to me that I was the only person that played two mentor roles, and I was like, and I, I don't go looking for it. Uh, this is what people have told me, so I, I might be wrong on that. But correct me if I am, Jamie. No, yeah. You, yeah. Yeah. You, were both, you were both six Rangers and you were both. <laughs> 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 I just got to convince my kids that it's <laughs> the best thing in their lives. <laughs> What's your question, sir? Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like like thinking because it's like to to get where you are, uh, uh, where you're from, like. Sort of similar to Polynesians. Um, yeah, man. It's like 
yeah, that's it. That's and I love, I love uh, Dwayne Johnson's half Polynesian, half Black, he's half Samoan. Uh, I don't know if you guys seen Hobbs and Shaw, but it was emotional for me to be part of a movie with the man because I remember him 20 years ago and going to myself, damn, he's he's becoming a big deal. Hopefully, I get to work with this guy. I never thought I ever would. I never thought I'd be a power. I never thought I'd be on the set with Rihanna or working with Peter Jackson. Yeah. My, my journey's been, I hope my, I hope my journey's inspired people to just be fearless in their pursuit and just be uh, be real with themselves and accept themselves and love themselves. Yeah, it's just because like the transportation costs getting to there to like New Zealand or anywhere else. Well, New Zealand's used for filming because it's the one, one country where you can go from snowy top mountains and in 20 minutes be at a sunny beach. So location-wise, it's perfect. So I, when they were shooting uh, all the Power Rangers seasons there, the terrain was perfect for Power Rangers. Like Lord of the Rings was perfect to be shot in New Zealand. You know, um, it's a great place. When one of the movies I love is on Last Samurai, and I did, I, they shot it in New Zealand, and I was angry that I was still at drama school when the movie came out. Yeah. I don't know if I answered the question, <laughs> but we, we found some truth in this. Yeah. Like 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 down the road. There's, there's like the, there's, there's good, uh, good possibilities of there being more like Polynesian actors. I want to see more Polynesian stories out there. You know, yeah. From what I know, some of our stories, like you guys see Hunt for the Wilder People, right? Like, like Warriors, we produce some really hard, hardcore movies. Whale Rider. So to me, some of the best stories are the domestic stories that are told in the big action, you know, in the big budget movies. Because stories from the human heart for me have more hit for me. Yeah. <clears throat> What's up, brother? John. Hey, bro. Love you, bro. My oh, man, I love you too. All right. Um, perhaps you can help me. Or, uh, some of us solve a, uh, a mystery. Might not be a mystery to some of you. Um, but straight from Doggy's mouth, how does Doggy's snout fit into the helmet? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody asks that. And you know what? They don't pay me enough to talk about it. <laughs> It's interesting, but in that world, it works. Eh? But I was always like, that, you know, he just. It's a dimensional thing. So you're going with interdimensional. Yeah, yeah. Space, the bigger of space, time. That helmet, like, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Love you guys. Too, man. Appreciate you, bro. Thanks. That's great, Stan. And I really, I really like what you said at Paul's. I really like what you said at Paul's memorial. I heard you, bro. And, uh, yeah, when you ever feel in doubt or don't, don't be so hard on yourself, you know. I've buried a lot of friends growing up at a young age. So I, I you know, I don't know. I speak for me. I've been a lot of it, so I appreciated life differently. I had to live forward, you know, and just yeah, march fearlessly forward with no regrets. That's good advice. Thank you, John. One more question I think we have time for, guys. Uh, we'll go right here. Yes. Hey, John. Okay. <laughs> I thought of another one, actually. We talked about this at your table a little bit, but... Uh, if you could talk a little bit about working with Kelsey hmm. Henderson, who's been so many different faces in this franchise. Kelsey, you worked Kelsey. With him. Kelsey yeah, you worked with him. It's my dude, man. Seasons. Yeah, well, he's so talented. 
He's, uh, he's, a, he's a craftsman. He's a craftsman. And would you believe if I told you in New Zealand when I first saw him, he was playing a stripper in this TV series? Next <laughs> 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 yes. yeah. minute, minute I'm working with him, always be there. But my man, I love working with giving humble actors. And Kelsey's one of them. He's my brother. He owns a steakhouse in New Zealand, you know? And I still don't get discounts. <laughs> I love him, I love him, Kelsey. Talented, talented actor. Some of his characters are so awesome and quirky. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's about that life, that actor's life. Real actors, not just fame mongers, real actors. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Wow. Um, <clears throat> well, uh, first of all, I did not know that was a part of Polynesian culture, and what, you know, with the kiss until yesterday. I remember how surprised you were when I planted yeah. one on you? <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely invaded your privacy. <laughs> and you know what? I got to use the hand sanitizer the whole time I was there. <laughs> <laughs> with all of you, we are spreading germs everywhere. You don't come to see me anymore. <laughs> well, I'm a multicultural humanities major, so that's a new thing to learn for me. But anyways, since a past Power Ranger had done it, Dan Southwark did it, would you want to play a blind person, like a blind character, on a movie or a show? I'll, for me, um, the, I have the, the role has to speak to me, you know? And then when I go in, I come completely. Sorry. Um, <laughs> would I play a blind character? If the storyline was good, you know, I played, I've made some really brave choices in my career, and a lot of them were, uh, I, I, I was scared, I'm always scared when I'm acting, because I'm always going, am I going to be good? You know, I don't want to embarrass my children and my parents. So when I hold myself into account that way, I, I put my best foot forward. If the role was substantial, like I wouldn't just go out there and just want to play a blind role, but it would be an honor to learn how you live in a world none of us had the idea. We, the only taste of us in your world is when we're walking and stuck our toes in the middle of the night. And I respect you, and I like you. Thank you. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up one more time for the man, the myth, the body. Yes, yes, please. This is for you, John, and I know that a lot of cast members have had good ovations over the years, but in all the time here, I just want to thank you again for how humble you are and how amazing you are to these, all of us. And that's it for our coverage on Ranger Stop. A big thanks to show owner Michael Bioni and his hardworking team for a great experience as well as the press badges. We look forward to the next one and hope to see more of our listeners there. Ranger Nation, let us know what you think. If you have questions, you can email us at rangercommandpowerhour at gmail.com or check us out at rangercommand.com. We're on Twitter at rangercommandph and on Facebook and Instagram at Ranger Command Power Hour, all one word.
Once again, a big thanks to Ranger Stop for this year. Check them out at rangerstop.com, and we'll see you there in 2020. Thanks again for listening. You've been listening to the Ranger Command Power Hour, only on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. You can catch a new episode every other Saturday. Find us on the Morphin Grid at www.rangercommand.com. Follow us on Twitter at RangerCommandPH. Like us on Facebook and Instagram at RangerCommandPowerHour. Ranger Command is also on Patreon. Become a patron by pledging as much or as little as you like every month and receive cool perks. By pledging, you are helping us make our show even better. Go to patreon.com slash rangercommandph to learn more. Thanks for listening.